You're listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode 44. A brush aloft. As the aloft brush completes the final stroke of the uh, of this tunnel, the last segment of the tunnel, just empty space appears before you, and then you see what you have not seen in days: the cold, white, bright white landscape of the. This is upside down. uh, Of the. Spine of the world. Ice room? Spine of the world mountains right Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. The spine of the world mountains. As the cold air immediately hits your face, it being warmer under here, and you see out into the bright light. I feel fine. For I also feel fine. Time. This tunnel, this last segment of the tunnel was like a was like twenty feet forward. You had to do the last little bit there. Woo! That's a bit nippy. I also smell the fresh air out there. I'll stand like this in my feet. Looking forward to getting out of this dwarf hole. I do usually feel more comfortable on the ground, but that place was profaned and smelled of dragons and orc filth, and I admit I am too happy to be out. You're saying this as you're walking out? Yes. Walk out, and now you see the landscape stretched before you. The mountains uh, rising up in every direction, and valleys, and snow. And everywhere you look, it's just snow. Um, some bits of like sheer uh, cliff face where you can see the stone underneath it, uh, but it is mostly the bright white of midday, I believe it is. Yeah, because you just killed the dragon in the morning and came right on out. And then, uh, and then, and then, and then. As, wait, as Mock. Oh, yeah. Mock gives a shiver and goes, Brr! And then he kind of starts to grimace, mm, thinking a little bit. He looks down at the axe he's holding, begins to regard it. And that's when Mock feels a pressure drop. That's the best way I can describe it. A feeling in your whole body as, uh, uh, as something in the air changes around you. Was that Sadie? Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's very distracting. Uh, is he here? <laughs> and a pressure drop. <laughs> a pressure drop. As uh, a feeling in your whole body as if uh, uh, as if your, your, your skin is being pushed simultaneously from all sides. I guess that's a pressure increase now that I think about it. Whatever, you're... I feel bloated. You feel bloated. <laughs> and also squished at the same time. It's extreme. It's, I feel like I'm doing a holistic... Uh, and then you notice the bright white of the snow growing brighter and brighter before your eyes. Just not feeling staggers No, back. all of you. Oh, oh, all of us. Oh, oh. He staggers Sorry. back. Sorry, I should have said like, all of you. you. What magic is blinded and he says, ah! And he kind of takes a few steps back into the cave. And then a slam! Roll. Face jam. Saving throw. Uh, uh, dexterity saving throw. All of this. Is this against 
This is not an effect you can see. I was going to say, can I see this? It's only while raging. No. This actually... Well, not blinded or deafened or incontestant. All right. I'm going to go around and give me each of your results. This is a a DC 13. to death. What'd you get? 18? 7. Ooh. 15. Uh, 17 plus, I think, 20. 20. Yeah, one. Oh! <laughs> you have no bonus? He's got one arm, guys. Come on, leave him alone. Plus the bonus would be three. Oh, okay. Three. Ah, okay. That's a lot better. Okay, well then, so who yeah, got exactly. under 14? Obviously, just you two? Yeah. Mock, you found yourself unsteady on your feet as it knocks you to the ground. All of a sudden, I'm remembering 4th edition? 4th edition. Yeah. Get a save okay. throw. It was a 4th edition thing where you, you, you get an extra chance to uh, not fall down. Aurora it was much harder, resisted much harder to push dwarves around at all. I, I remembered it was Forced Aurora. movement was not a thing for dwarves. It was forced movement. Okay, never mind. It was suddenly a flash of nostalgia. Um, Mock gets knocked to his ass and oil vein thrown back as the rest of you are able to, to hold on, although there's a bright white flash that blinds you for just a moment, and as you come to, you see Mock on the ground, no damage, uh, uh, and Oil Vane slumped against a wall, unconscious. Ooh. Ooh, that bad. And the rest of you, heads spinning. And then you wake up, like, immediately. Like, like it's just a couple it seconds. It was like that time we tagged that Miles. He was right back there. It, was the force towards the outside, or...? It was, uh, uh, it was actually each of you got shoved a little bit in a different direction. As oh, you see everyone else. Turbulence. Like turbulent. Is there They're any, not immediately yeah, obvious looking effect around for from, like, is there a crater? Someone. Or what? There is, uh, 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 no. Bearjaw draws her hammer. And, not that it wasn't already, yeah. Uh, and uh, starts looking around for someone to smash. Yeah, Unga, uh, the bat flies out of his cloak and starts going around using echolocation, which gives her blind sight. Roll a uh, uh, perception. She does not look good. Perception. Anyone that's doing active looking around, go ahead. Uh, perception. Uh, 11. Perception. 14. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, you, you. Which is my you passive. Came to, came to immediately. <laughs> It was like slammed hard and then. Also, my passive, 17. Tristan got the 10, but passive 19. So 19, 17, 17. Yeah, passive. As you look around for any assailants or any other evidence of what just happened, you see nothing. Just the still snow. Should we get back in the tunnel? I don't know what that was. What was that? Did anyone see? What that was? I don't see anything. Nay. Um, <laughs> checks his gear to see if everything's there. To see if he's been, <laughs> he's been robbed. He's been robbed. <laughs> he's been robbed a number of times. He's been robbed when he was hanging out with you. Well, to be so, fair, Marcus Wallet, keys, phone. Exactly. Uh, everything he's... seems to be imp- from a quick cursory glance. Like he knows what. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing seems out of out of place. Strange. Uh, is the the pressure continuing? Or no, the pressure uh, after that flash and slam. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it completely gone. Could have been mm. some kind of ancient magical dwarven barrier. Didn't Harundil put up some kind of barrier or something? We had no trouble going in. Moxed and uh, this seemed like the dragon ladder was rendered uh, docile. And the tunnel here, I imagine there was never a tunnel here before. 
could not have uh, anticipated our leaving out the back like we did. Uh, from my from my travels, um, did this feel like uh, a, a creature from the wild? Any kind of effect that I've experienced from a creature in the wild, like a air blast from a toad? No, this felt like crazy. nothing Scrimcorn is familiar with. It was. Uh, uh, I mean, Scrimcorn would naturally assume magic. Like, it, it's just this, not natural in any way. It was definitely not something from the natural world. Was there any direction, like, bodily? Like, front to back, up to down, left to right? It, uh, it was, it was, uh, uh, like it was different. Us different. Yes, but it, on you, like, slammed one direction. Another person okay. slammed another direction. So, the idea of turbulence maybe floated at first, but, like, that would sort of like... But it didn't like hit us all from the left and we were facing different directions. No, so we went. no. People went, moved yeah. different ways. And also were hit from different sides to move those different ways. Yeah. 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 Bear just shreds. Oh, you a similar part of the body. Right, like if we were all right facing... Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, exactly. All back, where are you at, boy? He's in the snow. Oh, uh... All back. Buried in the snow. All back is, yeah. He, he had like depressed down into the snow and he, you see him now struggling <laughs> to get up. And he says... Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, so- sorry about that. I-, I seem to have lost my footing as he gets up. Does this normally snow. happen when people leave the mountain? He says, uh, uh, tripping and falling into the snow like an idiot? No, giant flash of light and force or something. Oh, thank God you all saw that too. Right, so this isn't typical. No, this is, uh, I would say that this is a new occurrence for me and a new occurrence uh, for the tribe that I hung out with. I've never heard anyone uh, speak about this, and uh, that's all I know. So probably not less. Uh, sealed. Uh, probably not left over from when they sealed this place up. I mean, I, I can't say I've ever used magic paints to cut a tunnel out of this place. So you know, a little bit of a different uh, sort of scenario, if you will. But the the other ways out has has never done this. Is the snow of light in the air? Everything feels normal now. There's no residual. Correct. Drusen is going to get back up and try walking out again. This time he's really going to pay attention to these actions. You were out, right? I thought you guys were out. Oh, I thought it blew us back in. Uh, No, no, no. Different direction. I was misimagining. Okay. Well, the only thing Baron said, maybe let's get back in the tunnel. But I didn't hear any... Well, if we got ten minutes, I can find out if there's magic. Do we need to know? It's not attacking us right now. Mark says, Maybe we just leave. Can we do it from the tunnel? He says, uh, he says, the elements here seem to be, could be related to what we experienced. Perhaps it didn't happen in the tunnel for a reason. Aye. Uh, yeah, he walks back to the tunnel and guys up for waiting ten minutes while he uses detect magic. And if anything happens in the meantime, at least we know it's going to continue. Can you cast an illusion to make the tunnel appear solid? Oh, magic no, I can literally create the illusion of a tunnel mouth. Or of a, a wall. Yeah. Okay. Do you have illusions that you can do that don't target the mind of anyone? Yeah. No, I wasn't Most sure. of my illusions. Oh. Most of my illusions. I'm thinking of that one that... Right. Yeah, that's kind of where my question was along the line. Okay, so we'll go in, uh, and it'll last for uh, ten minutes perfectly. So uh, once everyone comes into the tunnel, he'll take out his Swerf Neblin... Labyrinth crystal and flick it and uh, an illusion of a just a stone mountain wall is in front of them. So it just looks like the mountain. Yep. Can and you guys all see it. 
yeah. but knowing that he cast it, you can we easily can see, through, see it. through it. Like once and the mind knows. That'll last ten minutes. So okay. Uh, as an action next, he's gonna start casting detect magic. He takes out his journals and starts flipping through, magically finding the pages and words that have to do with this. All right. What's the? Uh, give me a read of that uh, detect yeah. magic, and then we'll have what other people are doing during that yeah. ten minutes here. Uh, so for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area. Bears magic, and you learn in school of magic, if any. Well, that doesn't help as much. But the spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. But I can sense that there's magic, but if it's invisible, I can't see like an aura around it. But I know there's magic. All right. While Justin is preparing his pages, Mark simply does his guard duty, stands by the mouth of the cave, and pulls out his sharp new axe. We were hiding out now, like going to Mithril Hall. That was a plan, eh? Amongst. What are we doing? Are we going back up? Ah. Uh, Mox is there looking at his axe, regarding it, as if something, as the wheels are turning, kind of like Gaston that one time, and uh, just kind of like, gives it like a bit of a turn and a tap, and he says, Cousin, I feel I've left some to- some stones unturned with that forge above in uh, Durgeddon's lab. He says, last I tested it, I didn't have neither the armor nor the axe. This requires a little more investigation before it'll be satisfied. We must. We must return shortly. Well, I mean, it, the Dwergar's been a good, you know, five years or more, ten years, everyone they said working at it. And they had neither the armor nor the axe, as far as I can tell. What with the True. curse and the dragon? He says... And the Dwergar. He says the, uh, the, the workings of Durgenen, as well as the forge together, may reveal the entire puzzle for me. Bergot just staring at you both, like... Wide eyed, being like, Well, you? suppose you figure out the forge's workings. Does that what's the benefit? He says, Well, make me home. Well, I mean, we'd probably come back here. He says, Or never. He says, Uh, cousin, it's a five minute walk. Well, it's more than five minutes. There's a freaking waterfall we have to climb up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> he says, and you're only recommending that we journey halfway across the route of the world sometime in the distant future to come bang on a forge that's mere, a mere ten minutes away. I mean, this place is a dwarven treasure. I won't let this place lie fallow. I expect to, you know, report at Mithril Hall and tell them what we found and have this place reclaimed. Now in dwarven, so I can this. understand you again. <laughs> but that wasn't one. <laughs> she, she believed you even if that wasn't true. He says, uh. Very happy. It's all well and good. Uh, we're of one mind there, but I don't see how it, how it changes my plans for this afternoon. How close were the assassins? Understand? What? I don't understand. Don't what kind of a lead do we have? Docs, remind me? A day away. A, he came to you this morning and said, You've got 24 hours. And Wait. it's been like three. We've got plenty of time to poke around. I'm in no rush to, as Mox said, travel halfway across the world. I need to actually get some bits and bobs from that uh, dragon corpse. But if you're talking about crafting something, it's going to take, I don't know, dwarves craft things for entire lifetimes. You guys talk about time like it's a different concept. You just come get me when you start feeling antsy. All right. Well, I suppose we could poke around more. There's rooms we didn't go look at. There's the place where Arundel was. 
and Broom's past there if he didn't go in. I mean, if you want to go look for pocket change while he's fiddling away with the forge. Mark's just muttering himself, kind of like, I can't believe I've put his walker on It's a brand new axe. It's an incredible weapon. Looks over at your axe and your hammer's like, She's. You can see a rubby snow into it. She, she, like grabbed, she like grabbed a handful. Two of the most powerful weapons I've ever seen in my life. Like, They're madly next to each other. <laughs> she starts muttering about kind of like <laughs> circumstance and see, she how, this and is like, how you, thick-headed he was, baby. You also need snow for you. Better to come back. Let, not now. I'm going right now. <laughs> so she starts muttering himself. Hmm. As uh, well. And, and, you guys oh, as Scrib Gordon's like like during this time, or yeah. related to his thing. Just yeah. respond. I'm giving you. T- I'm moving on the jurisdiction otherwise. Gotcha. Um, uh, He's yeah. there for ten minutes. Do you do anything? Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. Yes. Was responding to what he was talking about. Um. Yeah. Scrib Gordon wants to uh, harvest some of the black dragon uh, hide because he. Oh. Okay. Solid. You're still outside right now. Oh He's yes. Casting yes. Detect magic. Yeah. So that's what. Yeah. Uh, then for um. We're in the tunnel, though, right? Like, behind the illusion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were outside for some No, no, we, we've been in the no. tunnel for... Yeah. Understood. Yeah. That oh, illusion makes... Safe. That illusion makes more sense now. I thought you were just, like, outside of it and being like, well, they don't want to know where they came from. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. We were, like, in the tunnel. No, you know, for, so we get for protection around, against magical bombardment. We can't get back in. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, do we want to hang out here while he finishes this and then go back in, or are we... Um, comfortable well, I, I would like to know what the, that was all about. Uh, if you want to go start with the dragon, I'll stay with we with Rustin here, and uh, head up to the forge after. I'll do that. So he heads up the dragon and uh, gets started. Drustin begins descaling it, finishes his portents, his baubles, his wizard words. <laughs> his wizard words. <laughs> F- familiar cantrip. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and Andrew, what is it? How does it look to him? Uh, so what it is for him is he actually just recognizes little signs and finds his notes in his books, like. But it kind of magically guides him to what he sees. So like when he looked at the forge, he saw the certain runes and such that meant it was enchantment. Out here, he might see you know the ice melting in a special way that it only melts around you know necromantic magics or something like that. Or just little tiny details that when he puts them together from his various notes and collages of materials, he recognizes that this is a certain kind of magic. Right. Um, okay. The Dristan does indeed uh, see lots of magic. But it's the same lots of magic that he has seen many times before. For your your companions that are with you carry many drenched, powerful, drenched, dripping in magical potions and uh, legendary god-crafted hammers and uh, and enchanted axes and cloaks. So you know, as he's, as he's looking around, you know, every one of his companions and just radiates yeah. sort of blind magic again, energy. Like that first flash. Uh, <laughs> so what I'll do is at the ten-minute mark, the illusion goes away, uh, but his. Detect magic lasts in a basically a thirty foot sphere around him for ten minutes. Okay. So he'll walk out to where they were before, right. ready to be blown back at any moment. So like, so ready to attack. Building up his night vision by stepping yeah, away right. from all of his allies that are yeah. blinding him with their radiance. 
uh, steps out into the snow and looks around and sees nothing. Oh. Snow. Sunlight. But it's the magic of nature. <laughs> well, there is the, 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 the ever-present yeah. uh, uh, majesty of magic. creation yeah. itself. Yeah. Magic yeah. of majesty. Uh, two different schools of thought. Uh, Wait, were you casting Detect Magic or Detect Majesty? Detect Majesty, I forgot. They can get blocked by uh, a one foot of stone, though. Yeah, so okay. I can't recognize Majesty beyond that. Uh, wizard. The Majesty. Wow, the, the uh, king requested that because he was tired of the wizard peeping at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he walks back in uh, and goes, Oh, oh, so bright, so bright. Uh, there's nothing magical out there. Uh, at least. Nothing that I can detect. I didn't know what it was. Truly mm. strange. But at least none of us are hurt. I was ahead of yours. <laughs> he's, he took a pretty hard hit, so he's still rubbing his head. He's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, is everybody alright out there? Everybody fine? What's up, man? Let's see, just. Us right now, right? You guys want to oh, I'll step out. Okay. Wait, it was Bear, Bear John and Scrimcorn went together? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let's find a friend, son. He says, Oi, oh, I gotta get back to that forge. I've got an idea, too. Alright. Walking back through the tunnel, you find yourself back at the Black Lake. Um, and sure enough, there's Scrimcorn. Uh,. What, descaling the dragon? Uh, Springborn yes. and Bearjaw? Healing it up. Oh, yeah, well, Bearjaw loves one. this whole process. Like, butchering animals is kind of her thing. Has she dragged it up onto the shore? Well, someone had to. All right. So the, the dragon is already, after just a few minutes, dragged back up onto the shore, splayed out. Oh, yeah, you just got to get right in there, you know, separate it from the, from the muscle. I mean, well, <laughs> most of the head, luckily, all the fangs were... Preserve. You very carefully aim to uh, just yeah. go for the noggin, not the. Well, she's like snout. aiming for the mouth and then goes. <laughs> slightly high. Um, yeah, and Scrimcorn is just kind of working with a, uh, uh, a craftsman like efficiency um, that you guys haven't, haven't seen a ton before because uh, he hasn't done this a lot because he's not gathering, he doesn't gather keepsakes. Um, and as you guys come, uh, presumably come back, he says, <clears throat> This thing. Spewed a nice big blast of acid at us. We could use its hide to stockpile some of the acid from the jug for a uh, big moment that we want to use. A large quantity. Wouldn't glass do the same? I'd rather not carry a glass jug of acid with us. (laughs) Just pause. Bone jug, though, perhaps. Maybe like a leather? Come on, Magnuson! Yeah, the leather, the leather from the hide. We'll see. Leather. We'll see if it works. All right. Well, good luck then. And uh, yes, yeah. are uh, you uh, uh, surviving? Yeah, scrim like <coughs> up to his elbows and like dragon. Like, well, are you like looking like a butcher that's been working a tough twelve-hour shift? I mean, a lot of this is um, uh, is him. No, it's it's not so much that. How heated not, are you getting? Because kind I of think picturing. it's a lot more inspection because mm-hmm. there's so much hide to work with. Yeah. Well, it's from a large horse, like the size of a large horse. But there's like wings. Horses like the are tail. large. There you go. A large horse. 
So he's got a lot of territory to work with. So he's kind of you just see him kind of going through, and he's like cutting off bits. You kind of cut off a big piece. Yeah, he's getting swatches, and he's like seeing how like how stretchy and how flexible. Like he feels like the wing, like the wing membrane kind of would would make sense mm-hmm. for that because it'd be you know. Do you have tools? Turn into a what bag. tools do you produce? Um, he uh, his tools are are worn and and savage looking. Um, they are not they are not shiny stuff. But he's got you know he does have. A few metal implements that he doesn't use in combat that he, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to skinning kit or anything. But um, like a leather working, but but that's what I mean. It's it's the kind, yeah. It would be like if uh, if any parts could be made out of wood or animal bone or something like that. That's what he's gonna be gonna be using. But they do look like they worn. But they look made out of worn. They look worn. Like he does use these, and basically before he was kind of with the group, he's he's not you know creating a whole bunch of good berries for himself. He's he's doing a lot of. A lot of hunting and butchering. He's not a fine guy. He's that kind of guy. He's like, yeah. this is my knife. I use it for anything yeah. that you. It's a dull. He's got dull left. Wasn't he? Wasn't he like elements. butchering a rabbit or something like that way back in the uh, in the flashback? Thing? Uh, yeah, that yeah. I think there was a small, you know, rodents. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Suddenly he's with a group and he's they're all getting rations because that's what they eat. So he's just sort of drafting off of that and suddenly hasn't needed to hunt. I mean, a lot of yeah. good berries, right? He, he talked early on that he could uh, he could acquire. Like water and game for us while we're traveling, and it just became not. People were just like, "Hey, eh, you know, we're we're traveling. We have we have food. And we can do the good berries." Just like that. Traveling and he was kind of like, "So he can be out in the wilderness indefinitely, yeah. but we actually just don't do that. We stop in for supplies True. at places, stock up, and then and then go on." So. Or um, travel with caravans, right? Like yeah, exactly. We're we're never have contracted that caravan to Blastingdale. Yeah, so he's usually also not in a hurry, right? Yeah. So he would take, he would like do like the bushwhacking route and go like straight through the wilderness where there's no trails, no chance of being followed. But it would take him. It would take him ten times as long to get through the snow. Um, can you do a, a survival check? Please do. You hear the screech of a cockroach being squeezed. Nice. Bear Josh should do the same. Yay! What am I doing? Survival check if you're uh, trying to preserve as much of the uh, dragon parts as possible, at least in in a a shard of a dragon too. You're gonna gonna get what you want from a for a a decorative sense, regardless. The roll sort of indicates how well could you preserve it for potential use for a useful thing. Maybe it's not needed for you. Um, Kaylin, I was wondering what these dragon teeth look like. This is a dragon that spits out acid. I was just wondering, are the, does it have like sharpling teeth, or are they like rotted and moldy? Um, they actually retract in. <gasps> They're like tiny little teeth, like for grabbing, but um, when it when it's going to spit out its acid, the, the big fangs kind of oh, retract cool. up into it. To, to kind of get them out of the way, and then they come back down like. However, this dragon did have a sweet tooth, so they're just filled with cavities. One of them is just pure cavity. <laughs> yeah, but the backs of them are are a little bit scarred from repeated One acid. Seriously, so they have like a. They look serrated, but it, uh, from yeah. closer look, you can tell that they've just been corroded very, very, very slowly. Nice. Um, which makes them excellent um, stabby implements. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a good dagger. Make a good dagger. Well, a black dragon it's the size of a horse, so like... Those big, big teeth. Well, it doesn't need to be Think a about knife. That. <laughs> it can also just be a nice. saber-toothed horse. All right, so that's going to take Scrimcorn and... About 12-inch long teeth, yeah. That's going to take Scrimcorn and Bearjaw a while to complete. It's a, you know, it's a sizable animal. Um, it takes hours, certainly. 
I'm going to take a short rest in that time. Okay, so Jerusalem's just going to sort of sit down here in the Black Lake. Yeah. Uh, you're finding lake. that that, um, that, what do we describe it as? Oh, the air. The air just being a bit accurate is, is especially with now an extra tunnel opened up to increase the uh, airflow through this place, it's, you can, t- you can tell that it is getting better it's pretty rapidly. It's, it's mellowing as the dragon's presence is, is no longer here. Oh, it's cold down here, huh? It is very cold. The meat will be It is preserved. the dead of winter in the northernmost part of this continent. And so. it's wet. And it's wet in here. It, is, it has been freezing this whole time. Is there, there any land? obvious path up that waterfall thing that we came down? Besides the ladder? Well, there was a ladder? Yes, there was a ladder. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we did so, use it because she had spider climb. Go wait, 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 wait. Uh, that's fair. So, were you wondering besides the ladder? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just wondering why didn't we use the ladder? In because the, the ladder went to a ledge that you are not at, and the ladder goes up to a ledge that goes to a place you have not been. Yes, we came down. We looked up. Yeah. Does Does the ledge go somewhere else? It goes somewhere else. Oh, and now that that's I've... why you didn't. Go there. Sounds like a case for adventurers. You did did not have an interest in exploring each nook and cranny of Kunjakar, so you didn't want to go find where that opens up into that. So, so if you remember, so you're you're in this river, right, and you're looking down over this waterfall, and on like the far side of this sort of big circular drop that goes down into the Black Lake, there was another ledge that disappeared around a corner, and there was a ladder that went down from there. Looks up uh, like a, a rope ladder. That might go to an area that connects to the Arundel, the place where Arundel was haunting. Hmm. Hmm. Shall we all go together, or do you guys be busy down here I and you'll catch up? It was wait, a chain wait, ladder, ladder, not a rope ladder. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. And now we got some I, more work with this. I'll catch up. Short rested, I can cast Spider Climb a couple more times just in case. This is a quick. All right. Well, we're probably not going to wait a full hour. Curiosity. Not really. No, it was, we've been butchering this dragon, uh, so I imagine we figure out, is it a boy dragon or a girl dragon? I think it was a lady dragon. It was a lady dragon. Dragon. Did lady dragon. Did, did, are there any eggs to collect? Or like, crack open and eat? Or is that just no dog? I said collect. Yes. It's right there. It yeah. does have caviar slash roe in it. Yes! Dragon mm-hmm. roe. Dragon oh, eggs. Dragon the roe of an intelligent creature just is icky in a whole new level. I mean... Kalen was telling me recently about what human eggs look like. No, no, no. Human I wasn't roe? saying that. I was just saying that that's the forbidden caviar. Uh, yeah, that's what she was saying. You just crack open an ovary in there. Jeez. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> did, did they crack? No, they're not like... That's why periods like, are so uncomfortable. Why do you, why do you think it hurts so much? It's just a solid organ in there. It's been like a good 45 seconds of new learning for me. <laughs> yeah. Poor Kevin over there. Um, dying one second. Slowly. Google image search. Uh, all oh. the men are way more uncomfortable with this. Uh, well then, Mark, let's get to it then if we're going to get to it. I don't like the idea of dilly-dallying. All right, if Justin's going to nap and they're going to dissect this large creature and steal its breath then... <laughs> On, onward and upward. Alright. I do not condone row harvesting. You don't stop it either. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the circle of life! That's the law of nature! Thing is, hearing that, Drusen would not want to short rest. He'd want to go with you guys. Oh, come on up. So I will Chain. take back those slots. Drusen starts laying out <laughs> all his stuff, and you guys are like, oh, we're heading yeah. up. He's like, whoa! Oh, 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 hey, cousin, <laughs> wait for me! And he's like trailing behind, grabbing his stuff. Anga's like picking up little things and dropping it in his pack. That's pretty awesome. Brother, 
Make sure the dwarves don't get any secrets from us. He's the one that doesn't speak dwarven. Is that the original? <laughs> no, the original is a digital file. I printed it on my printer. Okay, lovely. So it can. It wait, can, wait, wait. Digital art? <laughs> it can be destroyed, and I can make a new one very easily. It can all I be bought destroyed. the paper today. Marvelous. Scrimcore. Uh, oh, sorry. Green. Do you want to switch characters for it? <laughs> drink. Yes. Drink. drink. That's <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oil vein. Uh, drawing to you guys. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Have fun, Scarvin. Get get in the dragon. Drink, drink. All right. Start climbing up that ladder. Assuming. Yeah. So you head around the corner from the main segment of the Black Lake towards where the waterfall is, and again that deafening roar of water pouring down into this uh, into this part of the river. It takes a little bit to find it because it was a you know a lot of sort of growth had concealed the ladder a bit up top. And now you see, yeah, sure enough, against that wall, like after you sort of break apart some vines. Vines? Yeah, probably vines. Uh, you Bungus. see the chain ladder that went all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, couple good, like, tugs on it and inspecting the metalwork, clearly crafted by the dwarves of Kunjukar. This will hold. So here's, like, the end is where we came down and then, like, across, like, a, like an empty space, there's the ladder, right? Yep. Yeah, so, you know, Monk just breaks out his climbing gear, which he has, and he's like, yeah, we'll just climb up the ladder and then just horizontally climb around the edge, which is a lot safer than climbing vertically where there's no ladder. That's his plan. So All right, well, scales the let's get up to the top and figure out what we'll do next. Scales the ladder, and I, he starts doing just that. Like, yeah, just climb out on the edge, tighten in the in, in the cracks of the stone, runs a rope, and just starts, you know, just, uh, I guess, free just rope climbing around the around the edge to back to the entrance he needs. It's about 120 feet up. Yeah, which is a pretty considerable climb. Yeah. It's uh, uh, takes a few minutes to, to climb up a ladder like yeah, this. Yeah, sure awesome. Just want a spell on you, cousin. Yeah, uh, Drosin. He said, "No, Drosin, save your energy here. It's nothing uh, that they haven't haven't done uh, many a times when needed." Okay. And uh, climb on up to the top. And the top is, uh, it's like a little rock spur on the northern ledge uh, uh, of this area, and, um, yeah, that's where you are, but there's no immediately obvious sort of place that this little rock spur goes. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's not really interested either, he just wants to start climbing towards the entrance he wants. And then get him. Well, he's setting up pittons and ropes and whatnot, Baron just takes a little look around and see if there's any... Uh, hidden entrances in the stonework here, levers or mechanisms, dwarves or rather. I'll assist you with that. Trapsy little people. Or do you want to assist me sure. in that? Sure. <laughs> Good idea. Close it. Uh. Uh. Take uh, out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't actually want to decisive on this. Uh, let's see, perception. That's going to be a 16 or 19 passive. Uh, Tristan and Baron have seen enough of the secret doors in this place. They're looking for a little bit of the patterns there. Uh, although doors, talented dwarves, do change it up on each and every secret door, of course. Um, but, sure enough, on the northern wall of this little rock spear up here, just directly opposite, climb up the ladder, straight ahead, there's a door there. Oh. Sort of is made to look like natural rock, but... It opens. It swings inward. Colton, there's a door up there. What? 
Oh, are we up there? You're up there. We all oh, climb to the top oh, of the oh, ladder. I missed yeah. it. And then there's like... He's setting up his... Like, there's a gap ropes. to get from like here to get to there I on the other ledge. At the bottom right, it, it, it's like if I had to get to that door and there was no floor and I had to climb around this it's wall. Like 50, it's like 50 uh, feet... Cl- yeah. uh, I mean... Oh, a roll climb. Yeah. There's a door over here. Mock's basically climbing the wall slowly and he's like, Well, <laughs> you have a choice, young Dustin, but I'm busy. Uh, I'm gonna check the door for traps because I don't want to be pushed down a uh, hundred foot thing. You hear calling out from 120. Right, feet. let's make sure What's it's safe. What's the door? Jurston immediately finds a trap that oh. triggers when searching for trap. I don't know why everyone doesn't eyes. do that. Trapper it's trap. Trapper. Explosive runes gets them every time. <laughs> the first part of the door is blank. I regard the door. That triggers the door. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this door is called Door of the Fire Lords. 23. <laughs> Passive 19. None shall regard me and not pay the fiery tool. Passive 19. Uh, uh, I got a 23. 23. You take a look. For traps. And sense no funny business on this door. Serious door. Open it, shut There's bitch. some really serious traps Open on it. Shut. How long are we saying searching takes? Is he uh, where there? did you guys ask Aubeck to go? Uh, uh, we didn't uh, ask him to go anywhere. I would assume you'd see him. Where? What would you? It, hey, he would not want to butcher the dragon. I think. Just knowing his personality, he seems like a bit of a. I'd keep him at the front entrance. He seems like a little bit of a more kind of. A faint of heart. Well, yeah, just more fastidious. A little more fastidious naturally. But I think well, yeah, that's to... his preference. But mainly, I'm looking to Baron, who's the actually one. no Baron. Baron, Baron they're the starting to walk away, and Abig yeah. is down there picking around. In the dragon lair, just like looking at stuff and sort of flicking over rocks, and and, like he sees them both really distracted. He's like, "Oh, but get up here!" (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Do you want me uh, with you up top? You know, if those assassins come, if if this guy's a big fat liar, then you know who knows. And I'll I'll be just stay close. My assistance. To you, yes, I will stay close as well. That is a fine thing for me to do. For you to avail yourself of my skills. And uh, he probably not. climbs up, you know, like third out of the four of you. Uh, I we'll, open the door. We'll get a quick head count on who's here. It's Baron, Mock, Oilvane, Driston. Everybody but those two. Dax? I don't know if Dax... What, I, we didn't, I didn't ask Dax to do anything. Baron off. has no strong feelings about Dax. Dax is, uh, Dax is uh, sticking with the dragon. He's interested. Okay. Dax no. dragon. I opened the secret door. He's actually asking Scrimcorn questions as uh, Scrimcorn does what he's doing. Just like that. You open the door, and you see a familiar hallway. A hallway of familiars? You see a hallway of so many cats. Uh, You see a familiar hallway. It is the south side of the hallway of the secret hallway behind Durgen's quarters that led up to uh, the room where you spoke to Arundel. So that was a big T hallway. Sideways T hallway. Make your way back over here. It's so much easier. He's like already on the other side. (laughs) No, he's halfway. Am I technically halfway? Yes or no? Stay about 20 minutes. We did two perception checks. If they take about 10 minutes apiece, you are more than halfway. I'm climbing. I'll see you over there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll lend you a hand when you get to the other ledge. <laughs> These are the most positive. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. We all make our way back yeah. around and meet Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, okay, so <laughs> remind me this hallway. So we come out of a T, and there's another door we haven't been down? No, this was the no. door we hadn't been down. So we went through the secret The T door. is like, they're getting stairways. Arundel's room, which we haven't gotten ever yeah. yet. And then this is that, that T. So this would be the opportunity to go into Arundel's yeah. Arundel's uh, north, death chamber. the dragon's south, and uh, Dragon's chambers was east. West. West. Uh, shall we explore that room where Arundel had his last breath? Uh, I'm gonna go give Mark a hand first. Just make sure he doesn't fall, because that would be stupid and tragic. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna run all the way around the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mock, as you are collecting up your ropes and buttons. I have a 50 foot rope, it goes the whole way. Yeah, collecting it up. Are you going oh, right, to right, set yeah, up? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I don't need to anymore. I'm yeah, going as you, to. As you're collecting it up, uh, you hear a splash, splash, splash as Baron comes up behind you. Oh, cousin, perfect timing. Help me get this armor off. I'm about to do some forge work. Doff the armor. Oh, Alright, we're going to go look at Arundel's. Oh. What a good room where he died or something. You know where I'll be. Gotta hit this thing. You guys sound like you're all at a museum. It's so sturdy. You can go look at the exhibit of <laughs> And you hear, in, in a few short moments, you start hearing the bellows being worked and just the whoosh, whoosh of the of, of the uh, growing heat of, of, uh, of Durgeddon's forge. That's what Baron hears as he's yeah, head wandering back. back. Yeah. Wandering on back to the, uh, to this, the, the secret hallway where he sees uh, Albeck. Drewston and Oil Vane. Has Mock started the forge again? Aye. He's gonna see if he can figure something out having all our Durgeddon's kit. <laughs> it's like how you feel more confident if you're wearing like a doctor's uniform. What was that? Wait, isn't making anything just mostly confidence? Yeah. Like, yeah, mostly. Subconscious mind. Absolutely. That's how I make my eggs in the morning. Confidence. Thank you I mean, if, if, I if you're not confident when you go for that flip, you, you better not do it. <laughs> yeah. It's no. all confidence. Uh, <laughs> Drewston heads towards Arundel's site of death, where his ghost was. Well, when you put it that way, maybe we should have stick together. <laughs> Mark has already got the forge hot. He's into it. He's into it. Uh, all right. Forge is hot. Mine. So is Mark. Yeah, he's shirtless so, right now. Hot knock. Oh, yeah. All right, so as a reminder, well, this man, room, this great hall, as you open the secret door, uh, perhaps even in the back of your mind, expecting a wailing ghost to come forward and yelling at you. There's you nothing. A ghostly wail? There is silence. There is no ghostly wail. I'm glad his spirit is finally put to rest. Two fools in. Were there a lot of corpses in this room? There were a lot of corpses. Yeah, so this bit, it was a big open chamber. There was a dark pool that uh, uh, that fills a low stain, uh, a low stone basin in uh, almost the center of this room, and you can see the uh, seven dwarf corpses lie where they fell a hundred years ago. Uh, and at least a dozen orc warriors are there as well. He's a lot of dead people in here. And the dead have been stripped of their arms and armor. Really glad I'm here with my friends. Wait, they have no arms? Uh, should I detect magic in here? I suppose you could. And as a reminder, there are... So there's a hallway that heads way west. 
all areas you have not seen, and down that hallway you see doors that flank on both sides of the hallway. One set, two set, three set, and then it fades into black. Dark vision doesn't even take you that far. There are two doors on the uh, east side of this chamber that you're in. Uh, There's a door on the south wall right next to the secret door you came out of. Let's go into another room. I get a really bad little sketch because I'm having difficulty visualizing There are a lot of different ways to go. Well, the point is there's a whole bunch of different ways to go, which you guys Uh, knew before and decided that you did not want to. It's not mandatory. Maybe just draw lines rather than like actual stick coordinates. I, I will draw the map. Okay. Didn't I matter say we were barely halfway through Frundrakar? Suppose so. Don't much like the idea of stepping into something too nasty. There was all kinds of undead critters and skeletons and attack tables. And a gander? I mean, <laughs> the last few doors we opened Chaos. Arundel's ghost. Their Geddon's armory. Uh, uh, um, dragon's horn. A dragon's horn? And a hammer made by Moradin himself? <laughs> it seems worth it to open even one more door. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Don't you want to buy a little and sell high <laughs> Tell you what, you detect your magic, see if there's anything in here, and I'll ask Moradin if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you do something and I'll see if that was the right decision. So, uh, while you're casting Detect Magic yeah. as a ritual, I'm going to cast Augury as a ritual. Oh, nice. So, oh, race, yeah. Ten minutes exactly. Yeah, well, eleven. Oh, mine's ten minutes and an action. Mine's ten, a minute and plus ten minutes for the ritual. So, yeah. Uh, so, Baron pulls out his coins, the ones that now have a weird fallen tower on them from the last thing. He said, hey, oh, should yeah. I jump out into this giant spinning floating chest divine trap thing and as he thinks of he thinks back and then thinks that was a weird weird moment um strange moments all the idea Morden was watching it's like finally my chosen has fallen, found the room oh shit he's gonna jump into it oh no oh no that's bad <laughs> no 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 <laughs> okay. uh so detect magic as a ritual augury as a ritual I go first because mine is by one action by <laughs> Uh, 50 seconds. 54 seconds. Uh, yeah, six seconds. I like this. I'll race you. Little do you know, he already started. <laughs> so he flips through his books, magically turning to the right pages that allows him to uh, look around and find the signs of magic. And then for 10 minutes, basically, after that, he's going to be just wandering this chamber. His first sight is the sight of. Nothing notable. Long, dead, long, stripped corpses. That pool? He walks over to that pool. It's just a pool. Oh, but it's still got water in it. It's got uh, sort of old, rank water. And then you see a drip coming from the ceiling. And then he'll just walk around to the various doors, kind of going slowly, just so that he's not making very loud footsteps. In fact, he'll attempt to stop around him, just in case there's a zombie listening on the other side. So wait, where are you going? There's like a million doors. And oh, always, uh, and which door are we closest to right now? We've well, got a minute until I'm Baron not finishes going his into thing. the hallway. I'll basically go into so going uh, counterclockwise, starting at the door next to the door we came in through. So, so, the southern door right next to the secret. Yeah, door. this is where we came in from the dragon. Yeah, just this the other two doors, and then just the entrance to the hallway. Make sure there's no magical traps right there. So basically, going by each one, it is blocked by three feet of wood. 
or one foot of stone. So I guess I could technically detect on the other side of doors. If they're wood doors. Or stone doors. I mean, are stone doors going to be more than a foot? Are they going to be a foot thick? Really depends on the door, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. What about I, 11 inches of stone? Is that stone, like... Probably ply stone. Really oh, ply stone. stone. Yeah. Particle stone. Particle stone. Particle stone. <laughs> Isn't that just stone? <laughs> okay, give me one second. So let me get uh, what someone else is doing in the meantime. Give me a little bit of what Mock is working on. Yeah, here. so Mock spends uh, a good few minutes getting that forge right where it needs to be. Uh, you know... <laughs> Close to white hot in the middle, but uh, just a, a kind of a, a mellowing as it gets to the edge. You want to be able to have like a grating of heat to work with as you move it out around within the forge. And then once he feels satisfied with it, he uh, he regards the axe and um, decides he, he's he's really just trying to work the metal and would, would love to preserve the handle. Uh, so starts going through all the tricks he knows to get an axe head off of a, a handle. I mean the way these things are, are created. There's usually like a uh, uh, either a, 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 a skinny end and a thick end, and you can just put it over or over, or like a skinny end on the end, you can kind of and a wedge. wedge it from the top. Yeah. And so he's looking at it, it's wedge, and so he's like, all right, well, I'm just gonna try to pry that out to no success. Um, you know, giving it kind of like the knocks and the tweaks and like the, the, the torques that he can to just wiggle it loose. And after like literally a good five minutes of trying. Every one of his kind of like, again, blacksmiths uh, kind of trick up the sleeves, it's not going anywhere. And he just says, fuck it, and just throws the whole thing into the forge. And uh, just starts, starts cooking this thing and working it. Just, you know, see, sees very quickly that the that the handle is not having, is not being in any way impacted by the, uh, uh, by the, um, by the heat of the, of the, the forge, the glaring heat. Um, and just starts kind of trying to, with, with, with tongs, work the, uh, the head into the, the edges. Uh, of the uh, the axe into the hottest parts of the forge and, and just br- bring its temperature slowly up. So, All right, I can keep going. He's continuing. <laughs> well, I want to give uh, uh, yeah, uh, Kevin Oilvane. What's uh, Oilvane up to Oil during Oil his time? Since he's, he's in this room with them, Albeck is there too. Albeck is really just sort of like looking at the orcs, like lifting up, just kind of checking to see if there's anything valuable. Uh, Oilvane's crawling around the room. Just kind of looking at the dead bodies real close. Crawling? Yeah. Have you ever seen a dead body? He's uh, so actively sniffing, sniffing the dead bodies. Cool. You hear like those fast. Albeck sees Oilvane doing this, and then Albeck sort of hesitantly gets down and starts sniffing as well, and so I, 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 I'm, I'm helping. Baron is in the middle of his his ritual of asking Morden for guidance, but while he sees this going out of the corner of his eye, he is he is torn with a desire to list what the hell is he doing? Uh, Both of them. <laughs> he's like, what the hell are you doing, oil band? And he knows, but he can't ask until he's done with this because it'll spoil it. Don't spoil it. Can you do that in the other room? <laughs> Get a room. But alas, Baron is. <laughs> Deep in ritual. Um, oh, so Baron finishes right as uh, uh, Jersey's yeah, about to open this door, right? Not you, opening doors. Oh, you're just walking around them to see if I detect any magic behind. Oh, on the doors? Yeah, and it can go through if, the, if they're stone doors and they're less than a foot thick. I can detect. Oh, them. the foot stone thing was not a joke. No, I no, that's that's mechanics. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. No, nope. because we were talking about detect majesty. 
That's fair. And That's you said fair. you couldn't detect majesty through a stone I also wall. can't detect majesty through a stone wall. I can't detect majesty through anything to so yeah, So, yeah. Jerusalem's doing better than I can. Um, alright. So, okay, so he's looking for magic through Just in case there's some terrible magic thing on the other side of one of these. Or if there's something really valuable. Yeah, yeah. The a magic letter opener gets the envelopes day. perfect every time. <laughs> That's not easy. The wax dwarves were geniuses. So satisfying. That's <laughs> craftsman. Plus one dwarven letter opener. <laughs> hmm. Promising sound. Five whites. Sorry, whites. I had to. I had to look up a question. I'm resorting to the RPG stack exchange and <laughs> what kind of invisible do, attack? Do you need a minute? Do we want to take? No, nope, no. Nope, I got an answer. Okay. That's what my gut says. Just needed a little confirmation to make sure it was fair. So no, you don't detect anything. Sounds good. No, I like that because just means there's no like explosive runes on these doors. Fair. Right. Cool. That gives you an answer. And then the last Everyone thing knows Mormon doors are lead lined. It's just the entrance of the hallway. Just make sure there's nothing magical within 30 feet of the entrance of that other hallway. 30 feet of the uh, the entrance of the hallway. Let me double check this one means, room. Like, a dwarf's natural resistance to poison, does that mean they can wear like lead jewelry and not get like sick from it? And we drink mercury. So. I don't know. I just love the idea of, like, you can't buy those from a dwarf because you'll get sick. Yes. (laughs) Through the door. So if you look at the little thing, you can... The the, the two closest doors are, like, Uh right there on the hallway. So even if you're not interested in entering the hallway, you can kind of just, like, sort of peek over. And you do sense something in the left door, the southern door of the hallway. Um, The first southern door in this hallway. And uh, you definitely sense some sort of uh, enchantment magic within there. Stationary. She takes out a little bit of chalk and mocks the er, mocks marks drink, the drink. edge <laughs> <laughs> marks the edge of the door. Frank. So about a bit about been about a minute. Uh, what does God say? Baron's question on his mind because so here's again the how the ritual goes. Uh, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. And the GM chooses from the following possible omens. Oh, I remember wheel. this. It's wheel. It was a wheel, and I okay. thought it was a literal wheel. Just, I'm not going to use the fancy words. Good results, bad results, good and bad, and nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> And traditionally, he's been doing this by spinning a pair of coins. Whoa. I like it. Uh... To somehow like heads, tails, big spoke. I don't. I don't know what nothing would look like. Like this. <laughs> yeah, they just keep spinning for an unnaturally long period of time. Roll into a crack in the stone and you kick at them back. All right. Sorry. So what? How does this uh, manifest? What is? What, is it, what do you do? I am. He's sitting there quietly praying to his god, and he begins a pair of coins spinning at the beginning of the ten minutes. So they already spin for a really long time. Which is weird. Like they spin on, on stone, stone ground yeah. for ten minutes. I see. So it's two binary answers. Yep. So good, bad, good and bad, is, or nothing. And what is the specific course of action you were asking about? <laughs> Should we search the rest of these rooms? Rooms. The two coins are spinning. They wobble. And then credits roll. And then they wobble. <laughs> 
and they both clatter down as, what are the two words? Wheel and... Wheel Wheel is good, woe is bad. As the symbol for wheel and the symbol for woe both present themselves. Cool. Nothing. Or good and bad. No, that's good and bad. 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 Nothing is... It just was like, eh. I think it's a waste of your time. I that the, the coins just fall into like a. And they hit oh, I thought them. one of them is. Which got good, one of them's got bad, and they both have a, uh, a blank side. That was my interpretation. That would actually make even more sense. Yeah, see, is it good? <laughs> good, yes or no? Bad, yes or no? This result is more than saying, yeah, in life, good things and bad things can happen. Just buck up and do something. <laughs> make a decision. Yeah, and you're on soldier. I can't. <laughs> could be good, could be bad. It's not all bad, though. Let's give it a shot. Kind of like sticking your arm in those like fire snake holes, right? Should I ask for? So I mean, they're rubies and fire snakes. There's things we could find, but it's not as important as the things we've already found. Well, it means no. It means it means good and bad things await you. That's all it means. Yep, good and bad things. I choose to interpret it as. You can interpret it however you want. The good thing could be a thousand diamonds. That's about what we expected going in here. There's probably more here. But there's no that risk. It does tell you that there is more. There's more here, but there's also more risk. Because it could have just been bad. There are zombies. And uh, he says, he turns around and sees oil vein and Obic sniffing at the corpse and goes, Whoa! Whoa! You two okay? Obic says, uh, you, you can tell a lot about a uh, corpse by the way it, it smells. And he sort of looks to Oil Vein as he says this. Right. That's what we're doing. Uh, and then he stands up and brushes himself off. He says, but I'm the... I'm done. She's the way you spill on dead bodies with a friend. <laughs> just spill on dead bodies with my friend. Amazing. Uh, He's just <laughs> passing the time. Uh, Cousin and friends, uh, I couldn't find any magic in the room, even with that creepy pool. Um... But there's some kind of enchanting magic behind this door. And he points to the door that he marked with pizza chalk. So is that pizza good or bad? Mm, pizza oh. Is that enchanted like an enchanted ta- attack table? Or enchanted like a magical spoon? I'd say it's both a wheel and a wall. Could be <laughs> either. <laughs> right, so you're not sure. Could you like see the outline of the thing? Oh. Or... Did yeah, it look like was, a big scary thing or like a action. nice sharp pointy stick? I will try to see the outline of what it is. Is it shaped like a beautiful that? woman? As an action, I'm going to it, so I'm speaking slowly. As and <laughs> it's shaped like a man going. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, real hourglass figure. It's a magical hourglass. Uh, as an action. If you send magic this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And learn at school magic. I learned at school. I guess you can interpret faint or aura how you want. So, I do I... I'm confused. What does the action do that normally doesn't? So normally you just sense yes, no, is there magic. As an action, you can... Since the school of magic, so enchantment. Oh, so you already see that. a faint aura around it. Or you see a stationary sort of ballpark on size? An interesting like ballpark on size? Like, like a bed? A size of a nickel? Size of a dwarf. Size of a dwarf. It's about the size of a person? It doesn't. 
test person is dwarf. But to us, uh, but to us, but it didn't move. Also, can explore it? I'll make you go first. I'll make you go first. No! I'll go first. Alright! <laughs> I take out my wand of magic missile. <laughs> nice! Baron has his shield ready in <laughs> one hand. Every time. And he opens the door. So you open the door, you see rows of empty weapon racks, uh, a dozen or more armor stands, indicate that this room was clearly once an armory. Some debris litters the floor, but nothing of value is readily apparent. But what about, what am I detecting an aura around in here? Well, he's the one standing in the door. Oh. Oh, oh, uh, Baron steps in the room. Baron steps in and Tristan pokes his head in and sees that one of the suits of armor on the armor stand is clearly radiating an aura of enchantment. What kind of armor is it? Uh, it's a chainmail. It's haunted armor. Oh, don't even that one go near it. Would fit me very well. <laughs> oh, I think that one is magic. It's enchanted. Is it cursed or magical? Oh, it's enchanted. It's well, not necromancy or anything like that. Is it going to come alive and attack us? Poke it? Poke it. A curse. He sort of pokes it with his shield. When he pokes it with his shield... When he pokes it with his shield... Is it cursed or magical? When he it pokes, when he pokes it with his shield, it moves oh, back a bit. Ooh, like, uh, like, like, wait a minute. Like, it like, bounces back. Like the like, thing that got poked? Like the whole <laughs> or armor like a stand, thing that's avoiding being poked. Like the whole armor stand took a couple steps to the side. It's like, it's like as you the sort of piece. pushed this, it. It pushed it. Like, you oh. touched it, and it sort of moved. It took steps. As if on <laughs> very, very smooth casters. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go over and inspect. Is it on wheels? It is not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go over and inspect this thing and start looking about it. Is it the armor that's magical or the stand that's magical? Are the armor and stand together? As he takes an action to uh, look at it closely, it is the armor and the stand. Oh, interesting. What's Oilvane doing? Uh oh. Uh, Tasting. Who's, who's, so who's in the room? Right now it's just uh, Baron and Drusten. Uh, uh, Abek is standing outside. If he sees Abek starting to come in, he'll he'll stop him from coming in. That looks like your wheelhouse. Abek uh, leans over to uh, Oilvane and he says, "These dwarves, they uh, uh, they sure do like like armor and weapons a lot. I'm noticing like a whole lot." Well, I mean, if you're being attacked by orcs all the time, so would you. Uh, uh, were, you, you know what? Good point. <laughs> Good point. You got me on that one. You are a wise and observant uh, Magnetic companion. Magnetic generous, kind even. Com- companion. Uh, handsome. Baron frowns. <laughs> uh, acquaintance. Uh, he's a person who is traveling in the same direction, uh, you know, as... Uh-huh. I'll guard the hallway. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm fairly that this might... Have not been taken because it's the whole oh, thing might be like that table we we fought before, but it didn't attack us, which makes me think it uh, might want to attack things that are not dwarves. I don't know. Are you saying we should throw a buck at it? Oh, well, it wouldn't hurt of us. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why don't you do what you do and figure out what it is? All right. Uh, can you identify as, it or something? Yeah, as a ritual, I can cast identify. Uh, so, uh, for 11 minutes, I'm going to use the ritual identify. I'll poke around and see if there's any loose change or anything particularly nice. Maybe some gemmed daggers or something. Some I gotta say, I, I really like the identify plan. I think that was a, a good way to well, go. Stay out of the room! I'm not in the room. I'm standing Don't in the hallway. Don't even let your voice in. Oh, that's a good... Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I got you. I'm just... Yeah. Well, well then, you want to give me a hand sorting through all this? Wait, maybe he well. He only has sure the wand. Oh, well. Don't... Oh, oh. This is, I mean, he's a friend of ours. All oh, right, it's what? a, it's an idea, fine. <laughs> Oil vein, it might want to attack drow or half drow or maybe humans or maybe half humans, I don't know. Oh, whatever you say. So just, I don't know. Go, go be sneaky and have a look about, but don't. He's, he goes and stands really close to Hoppe. Sure. Hey, uh, uh, we're, uh, we're on pool duty, I think. Uh, we're just gonna sit here on the edge of this pool and make sure that nobody comes into this room. Well, they just stares at all Hey, uh... Ten minutes is a long time. I haven't had, uh, much of a private conversation between you and me, and, you know, I kind of feel like the Baron in there, I feel, I feel like he's, he's a little bit... He's speaking loud, you guys can hear. I, I kind of feel like maybe you have his ear, and you know, I tried to talk to him this morning about. Uh, I, I would like to prove my worth here, and I'm really trying. And I feel like some of the group, I feel like you, you know, sort of sees that value that uh, that, that, you know, that like the, fades into the distance. Not all orcs are necessarily uh, the same, you know. I, I've been oil lane like kind of creeping a little bit closer, starts. Sniffing <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> could you, uh, uh, uh so, uh-huh, oh, right, the, so, uh, I, a gesture of friendship, I see, and I would like you to speak to Baron, uh, when that is, uh, you know, convenient maybe, to when it's convenient, and, uh, I'm just gonna keep on guarding, and Abed <laughs> looks away from Oilvane. He looks down yeah, yeah, comfortably. <laughs> like, his face, as he turns it away, is like... I might have read our relationship incorrectly. <laughs> um, you know what? Never mind. Just, uh, I, I didn't... I'm sorry I upset you. <laughs> he goes, quiet, silent. Tighten. Tighten on the table. It's been out for a while. Let me go ahead on. Bear jaw. <laughs> Um, Berja is, uh, doing this, this butchering for a while, uh, eventually, like, kind of starts leaning over Scrimcorn, and that's not hard to do when you're, no, no, more, <laughs> more just watching. She says, uh, you, you mentioned that uh, these, these dragons are local to your homeland? Well, we, uh, one of our claims to fame... Amongst the misery and death that's uh, prevalent there are... Uh, Famous for misery and death? Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's kind of our main export. Yeah. Uh, uh, black dragons call them mere dead men their home. Uh, not huge gaggles of them, but... Uh, Is that the term for more than one? Group of black dragons. A gaggle. A gaggle yeah. of black dragons. She, um, she absorbs this information. A murder of black dragons. <laughs> In her soul, she knows the word... In Dwarvish, for Dwarvish. a group of dragons. That makes her happy. <laughs> um, but, uh, not that we're hanging out with them all the time, but 
Yeah, I've seen. No, you would I've be more burned, probably. Yes, or melted, or whatever you call it when you get submerged in acid. So. Which we'll do to our enemies. Which soon. one of these is the acid bit? She's like pointing at the splayed innards. Um, organs. Of yeah. this thing. I figure he would, uh, from his, from his, um, what do you call it when you actually like, uh, not butcher an animal, when you actually dissect? Well, no, when you are like for harvesting its meat and its, um, and its oh, skin. Oh, cleaning. There's Skinning a, and cleaning. There's a, um, a separate word, um, maybe I'm thinking of gaggle. I don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he, <laughs> That's he, just he, a term he, for more than one rat. He skins, that's, that's what I'm Wait, uh, skinning and cleaning, um, this animal is, uh, the, the, uh, he's... There's a verb that means to remove organs such as the stomach or heart from inside oh. someone's body. Is this a right? What's it called? That's what. That's the that's what formal I, definition of this. Well, huh. well, when he's speaking okay, to viscera, people formally, and he says, "I need to eviscerate something." Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's, so he's, uh, he's accustomed to doing breakfast. that. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like he would have a sense of what is basically the acid gland, like the the reservoir, like the gallbladder. It's the gall. It's, it's the gallbladder of acid. Acid bladder. Um, I think he would have have some idea of it. Uh, process elimination. You poke one and acid comes yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That oh, was the also one. Also, he'd be able to be like, yeah, that's the liver, that's the pancreas, that's the appendix. Um, so I figured he would, so yeah, he would have that. Yeah, him as the... Yeah, there are, uh, there are glands uh, inside it, sort of hooked up to the uh, hooked up to the overall uh, the respiratory the respiratory system. Really? Um, that's the breathing. Breathing is respiratory. Yeah. Yeah. Breathing. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, so it's... Uh, I imagine that's more of a colloquial term for... Hooked into that uh, uh, that general area, and uh, uh, and and you can see that that they even they're oozing uh, acid even inside the body. Like you have to be careful. One, he says, yeah, it's those uh, it's those yellow ones there. Don't uh, don't give them a squeeze without some kind of like a bag. We put this yeah. in the bag. Buying them dinner first. Uh, we yeah we you uh, we could. I'm I'm just I'm just here for the scales. Uh, I don't know I don't know the safest way. To, to transport that we kind of need a bag made of the scales that I'm planning on making anyway. Um, I don't know if we have hmm. if we have time for that. Are there any of them that look relative? That these glands, presumably, there's more than one. By the way, you there described it. There are two, and they're both like oozing. Yeah, like 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 a dying organ. Oh, that's a shame. Hmm. So a bag using its own teeth. Ah, okay. She has a plan. Okay. I have a plan. What, what be, are you What are you going be, to do? This will be fun. My, this will be fun. No, no. I'm up to my elbows. No, this is thing. Good. I really. It's good. Good. No, when you are done. When you are done, then you have okay. time. You have time. We can do this. Um, and she finds the biggest scales that she can find. Maybe they're like, you know, small, small plate, like salad, salad plate size, perhaps. Depending on the size of the dress. I mean, a horse size, maybe not. Yeah, the but back yeah, scales. Yeah, you know, a couple back scales. Scales. And using them. Like little, little mittens. Little mittens. You know, picks it up. You know, very carefully. I don't know if you want me to roll or not for this. Yeah, doing her best. Um, and extracts one of the organs. You know, hopefully it's not too big. You know, maybe a smallish one. Um, and then she gets another pair. And she give and she puts them over next to you. And she says, hey, "With my people, we we have a game." It is not used with dragons, but we have um, sheep and ram, 
rams, and you take a dead ram, you take the bladder out, and because there's not much to do with the bladder, uh, you toss it about, and then whoever catches it and it explodes, they lose. Oh, yes, I think I've heard about Galatz doing that. Hard pass! Are you sure? <laughs> she's like ready to go. She's like, it would make her happy. <laughs> make her happy. She. <laughs> She seems She's pretty so happy. She's so disappointed. She seems happy right she now. Dax has already taken like six steps back. Yeah, he's been observing he Gunkorn. <laughs> and he's says, slinking into the shadows. This is, this is, get roped into this an acid is, bladder catch. Is, I will play that game with literally any other organ on this thing. Okay. But we um, saw we saw what it did to Pop. The bladder <laughs> And without a moment's hesitation, goes for it. Ugh. It's probably not going to be enormous. Don't you have to like tie the thing off? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you definitely have enormous. to tie it off. So she is beginning to prepare. She's the preparing bladder, bladder ball. Um, maybe bladder. this was even her intent. Had she, if she had led right with oh, bladder gosh, ball, he wouldn't have gone for it. But well, given really, the option I mean, of with acid. I mean. He's, he's scrimcorn. I mean, you look at him, he's probably he's got at least one... He already smells of urine. He's, he's probably good. got at least one bladder as a container on him already. Well, yeah, Very and, and that's a fine thing to use. It's waterproof. It's, yeah. you know, stretchy. You can, yeah. It can expand you can, as you needed. Can, you can drop it on a table, and then you're like, hey, can you grab that for me? And when someone picks it up, you say, oh, yeah, you just touch the bladder. Yeah, that's definitely a scrim bladder. So, yeah, so while they're all doing their, like, really in-depth, like, deep investigation of all their god stuff, meanwhile, you leave Beardell alone long enough. Trickster, what? Yeah, and, and, yeah, so we'll... So it's, so it's like an egg toss? It's like egg toss, but with, you know, organs. All right. Ladder toss. Guys are preparing bladder ball. We're preparing for bladder ball. <laughs> Back to the rest of the group. Uh, more so, like the other half of the group. It's pretty much. Yes. I've cast identify on this armor stand. If it's one item on the whole thing, this suit of armor appears to be enchanted with some sort of animation magic. It's a form of defense. You can tell that it is meant. It is a. It is a defense meant to attack any non-dwarf that enters its domain. (laughs) 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 Do you say that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I was oh, really. Yeah, yeah. Save that back. Yeah. Oh, Cosin, it will attack anything that's near a dwarf. Oh man. Oh. Well, you were right on the nose then. I'm glad we didn't. Didn't have well of it. Hey! Should we push it This thing was magical. It would have attacked you if you came in. You old drustin uh something. I don't know. That was good 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 uh, good thinking. A bottle? <laughs> I mean a drink? Uh, a, a drink. Did you say a back rub? Uh, no, no, <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> Ask thing. the guy with one arm for yeah. a back rub. He was a jerk move. He's, he's got his other thing. He does. <laughs> It's more sensual. <laughs> the wax on and the wax off. You need a little more oil than your back. Are you still in the room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, while well, he was doing that for ten minutes, yeah. Baron is looking in the rest of the room, looking for loose change. 
<laughs> shiny weapons with jewels on them. You find a total of 20, uh, 20 gold pieces um, sort of scattered in, in little loose areas. He just overturned a rock or two. Are you taking that or are you adding it to our pile? He just puts it in his pocket. Morden <laughs> <laughs> saw that. Listen, saw listen. That. Anything under a hundred? Eh. No, no worry about it. Tell I mean, that to the orphans. He's like, all right. Well, you know, Would you say that to be mock room? Room It's not like you got reimbursed for the 300 gold diamond he used oh, to resurrect shit. Justin with. With that line of thinking, are you charging people on the on the components you use? No. But Just pocketing this 20 gold. <laughs> like little did Baron know this evens it out in my book. Little did Baron know that's the wheel and the wheel. Bye. The danger of some people. Alright. Uh, nothing else of note. These suits of armor are um, less dangerous. They, they weren't any <coughs> anything particularly interesting. I mean, they're they're, they're well created. Some chainmail. There's uh, uh, there's some scale, probably made from some subterranean mm-hmm. creatures. Some older stuff that might have been brought here, but um, nothing. Uh, hmm. no, All right. Nothing worth the weight. Mock would have recognized this kind of artifact. Perhaps, perhaps not. He's, he's, he's much more into the steel, and he's like, oh, it's good steel. It's killing oil, baby! Oh, no! <laughs> Bad steel. All right, do you guys do anything else in that room? Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know how much more we should search. I don't know either. Like I said, just find a pocket change here. You've only been here for about 20 minutes. Yeah. There's so many doors. Should well, we at least take a peek through a couple? At least we know there's not any magical armor right behind the doors. Well, you want to go check the three in the other room with the pool? Sure. The diamond storage room. Which one do you start with? Uh, I'd like to ready in action. So as soon as Trustin walks out of the room, Oil Van is standing behind him, giving him a shoulder massage. <laughs> oh, Sir Mando. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you hear the faint sound of sniffing as it's happening? Oil Van, I gotta ask, <laughs> what's with the sniffing? You're sniffing corpses. I saw you sniffing all back. Now you're sniffing Drustin. I don't recall you doing this before. What's with the sniffing? Did he get have a cold? Bit by a wolf? That's how I learn. What? Learning about my friends, learning about the world that we live in. Is this a is this a drow thing? Just a, it's just a, it's an oil vein thing. It's an oil vein. Just a, you know, it's a, it's called a sensory experience. <laughs> just, uh, it's more intimate that way. It's more intimate. Maybe, <laughs> maybe ask first. That's almost worse. I don't know. A nice smell. <laughs> don't do it to anybody you don't know. And Mock may hit you if you do it to him. Well, just giving you fair warning. I know all. Of you. <laughs> I know all. Of you. You're my friends. I know you are, but that's a bit intimate. I mean, if you go reaching around my nethers, I'm gonna slap ya. Wow. All that who was behind Baron says, so uh, that's a no on the background for you then. Okay. Baron's like, no! Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I felt like I should ask first, and I'm glad that my gut was Good correct. instinct! And, yep, alright, I'll just, uh, you know. Keep my hands to myself? Keep my hands to myself. Wash you off my hands, put away scent of candles, uh. Did they do a lot of mutual sniffing in Skullport, where you were from? 
Is this a behavior that was common there? So sniffing is a perfectly natural, perfectly natural thing. One of the senses. But I appreciate you uh, telling me how you feel about it. I'll uh, take that into consideration. Doesn't happen uh, to make anybody uncomfortable. Story. Right, right. I will say you've gotten a little more Australian. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that's intentional. I'm really glad Eric pointed it out. Like, yeah. I just gotta say, like, like, you're drifting that way. I know because one of my coworkers who tuned in said, like, All right. it's really Russian, and I'm so I'm working on that for my Scottish. <laughs> what? Uh, what door are you going to first? Bang the one closest to the hall we already came. Through. This one. That one right there. Well, the same order that you walked around. Yeah. Four. All right. <laughs> we certainly already know there are likely no magical traps on this door. Maybe there's some diamonds traps though. on the other one either. Mm-hmm. Or hidden. Do we want to? Well, one of the doors says diamond storeroom. <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> That's good. Are there any signs on the door? <laughs> yeah. Are there? Uh. Like the dwarves. Uh. Probably. Are there like frescoes, paintings? Yeah, there's like carvings all over the place, right? So this door, actually this door, the other ones, uh, fairly unnotable things, just like carvings of dwarves. But this one has carvings of, uh, uh, this one has carvings of uh, a a dwarven scholar, like a dwarf holding two books. Oh, this looks like a good one to go through. (laughs) Oh, right. How am I not surprised at that? Uh, you know, we should search for, for traps. <laughs> you didn't on the other That's one. That's a good idea. I know, but we should. It's risky business. I mean, you say you've been doing this for 15 years. I'm surprised you lasted as long as you had with that devil-may-care attitude. I got really excited on the last one. Well, you were the one that opened the other door, not <laughs> Right, you know, that's fine. Let's check. <laughs> Let's be careful from now on. Oh, yeah, help me, cousin. Sure. Right. Uh, an 18... <laughs> Or, like the idea that you opened the other door and Jerusalem was just thinking, well, I wouldn't have done it that <laughs> way. <laughs> and 18 or uh, passive 19. Right. Um, Thank you for guiding. No traps. Baron opens the door. Baron <laughs> opens the door. Oh, lost my tab here. Shield in one hand, opening the door with the other. Clearly, as Jerusalem was hoping, this room was once a library or a study. <laughs> Um, there are bookshelves against all the walls. There are piles of books that rest on a reading table in the middle of the room. The air reeks of moldy paper. Immediately obvious. Um, all the books have been peed on and pooed on and burned. There are doors in here. Oh, God. Uh, the north door that you came through, as well as the east wall and the south wall, also have doors. And you also see a beautiful, slender woman with dark black hair sitting in a chair at the table. Who is just her head is like draped down and uh, Morgan woman? Uh, no, human woman. That's not good. Uh, her clothing <laughs> uh, is very well worn, although it does little to detract from her appearance. And her, she, she looks at you, eyes go wide, and she stands up in a panic and scoots back from oh, the table. We're not here to hurt you. I hope. Oh, wait. Oil of it. Crossing, he's probably hurt you. Hard tops. You're not the ghost. Nay. Oh, we're flesh and blood. Uh, we put the ghost to rest, thanks to my cousin, the Chosen of Moradin. Drusted, it probably is a ghost. <laughs> says, I'm not a ghost. No, no. Oh, my God. You've gotten rid of the ghost. Says, 
Get me out of here, please! Who are you? How did you come to be here? My name is Adala. I'm I'm a, I'm a captive of the wizard. What? What wizard? So the, the the wizard that lives below this area. What? <laughs> I think we killed the next boss. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, why don't you come back with us and then explain everything? Hang on. Insight check. <laughs> Go ahead. She I'll is my the wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, please. I'm uh, abracadabra. Oh, excuse me, I just sneezed. 17. Make a will save. She looks like a, uh, I mean, this looks like a panicked, this looks like a panicked woman. I mean, she she looks like the the, the fear that you're seeing in her eyes seem authentic to you. Well, do you think the wizard will find us here? Should we head back to safer territory? Uh, she says, please, get me out of here, but the wizard, he'll know if I leave. Oh, well, don't leave yet. He's placed a spell on me. Only I have to spell magic, but I don't. Don't have to spell. This is the first news I've ever heard of a wizard, and we would talk to quite a few orcs and quite a few dwergar, and nobody said anything about a wizard. Well, none of them came down. Oh, back. Closing. You heard anything about a wizard? Uh, well, we spoke to uh, a wizard yesterday and, and laid his ghost to rest this morning. <laughs> right, not that one, a different one. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. There was a, a wizard Sounds like in a no. tribe. Nope, that's uh, a no. <laughs> well, we call him shaman, but kind of similar to a wizard. Sure, since a wizard. Um, he says, I mean, I, I never really entered this place before I came with you all. So I, I'm trying not to say yes or no, because I don't have all of the context to give a for sure answer. And I wouldn't want to say something that would make you take a course of action that could put you in harm. See, I'm thinking about the overall... You. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you in my answer uh, that I'm saying to you right, uh, now. right now. I appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate the appreciation. And this conversation is concluded. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oil Bay turns to Albeck and says, you know when you start talking a lot, you start to smell a bit salt. <laughs> What'd you say? When you start talking a lot, you start to smell a bit salty. Uh, salty, a bit moist and salty. <clears throat> and he sort of wipes his armpits a little bit. I just thought you'd want to know, No, don't do that. You'll just kick it up into the air more. Uh, I, I th- thank, thank you for the for the f- f- feedback. That's what our friends are for. And we are friends. <laughs> I do declare. He nods. All that is looking like more nervous with every conversation. Oh, uh, weird. I don't feel right leaving her here. Please uh, he don't switches, leave me. Oh, I'm sure if her not letting her out to my sight, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, God, she if can't. Maybe sitting her shit was even like is growing by the session. She maybe can, can they leave the room? She cannot leave the room. <laughs> I, I believe I can, but the wizard will know the spell. He said that if I leave, he'll know and he'll come for me. So, let's go real slow for a minute. What's your name? He says, my name is Edala. Edala. Pleasure to meet you, Edala. I'm Bern. This is Drusted. Hi, Bern. Drusted. Obek. Vane, strange name. Obek, an orc, okay? Right, he's sort of a captive. So, Idala, <laughs> where are you from? 
He says, I'm from Waterdeep, originally. From Waterdeep? Yes. I've... Is that where we went? Rhyming? Yes. Yeah, you went to Waterdeep. I've been there. Nice town. So, how long have you been here? Just, I've been here for the past five years. That's a long time. You're telling me. And you've been in this room for five years. This room and the bedchambers beyond? How have you eaten? He says, the wizard brings me food. The wizard provides. How often? Now, okay. Who's the wizard? Describe the wizard. (laughs) He says, I don't know. I came here with a party of adventurers, and we came here to seek the lost treasures of Durgeddon, the legendary craftsman, and we came here, and uh, and they were all killed, all of them, and the wizard took me captive and placed a spell on me. What kind of being is the wizard? He says, a human? I I, I believe he is a human. No good humans. Hmm. Alright, so there's a wizard. And why does he have you locked up here and in the bedchambers? He says, uh. says, he has me reading the books and and, 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 and and staying here for his amusement, I guess. I don't know. Tell me about the books. What sort of says, he wants to find out to the books? The books have uh, all sorts of information about this place. Oh. Uh, uh, there's some history of, of, of Kunjakar and Dergeddon and the clan that oh. came here and... And uh, some research notes from uh, a different wizard that I guess lived a long time ago. I'm sure nothing my about what befell this place. Salivating. Yeah, I literally. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excellent. He's, These he's are all excellent answers. Me. Thank you, Adala, for your cooperation. Now, if please, I beg of you, kill the wizard, or stop the spell and get me out of here. Uh, he turns to uh, Baron in, in Dwarven says. You know, cousin, a wizard could have a, a mighty horn. <laughs> right, but we're about... A, we got assassins on us in a day. But we cannot leave her here. Well, I don't know anything about... I mean... I... <laughs> do, you, do you have the ability to pray for... dispelling of magic? Not today. So, why are you all here? Oh, family matter. I? Are you family of Durgeddon? Uh, not exactly. Family of someone who once had business with, with Durgeddon. It says, oh, okay, so you're adventurous. Close enough, aye. Are you, are you part of that adventurous guild? Or did all... She uh, uh, scrunches her eyebrows and says, Adventurer's Guild? I think that's a relatively new development. Oh, really? Just says, within I, the last five years? She says, I, I don't know, I'm not a member, I don't think so. Well, Is well it? that's good. They're a creepy bunch. So, what so do you know of the layout away. of this area? She says, well, I did some exploring before getting captured. How did you all come into the Karundrakar? Uh, through the front door. And where is the front door? The front door is uh, along the side of the mountain, and there's a, a, a large rope bridge that heads into oh, the main oh, yeah. chambers, and then you have to head through the Glitterheim and watch out for the doppelganger down there. A doppelganger? The doppelganger, I don't... There is a doppelganger in the Glitterheim. So one of us replaced with the doppelganger right now. Did you Everyone not... Everyone bled. Did you not see the doppelganger? 
No, didn't didn't encounter a double game. Which way did you come into this place? Uh, we came in through a chimney in the kitchen. It's the kitchen. It's but been so long. But we did see the front door and the rope bridge you described and the glitter ham and all that. She says yes, and through the glitter ham came into this place, the main segment. They called it the foundry. At least according to the wizard. Much of what I've learned, the wizard has told me. He takes delight in telling me little parcels of information and quizzing me later. Oh, I'm guessing if we hadn't opened that dwarf door, we'd have had to explore more of the glitter thing. Encountered a, a doppelganger. Or maybe we did. Oil vein has been sniffing people. Perfectly <laughs> 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 natural. Perfectly natural. Everyone just turns and. <laughs> or maybe we have. I don't know much about glitter. A doppelganger. Doppelganger is the word. Glitter. A, 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 a doppelganger. Yes. Shapeshifter, mate. People look like other people. I can't say no a ton about those. Yes, a creature. Right. Says, but, but, she says there's also a, a, a ghost, but you say you have cleansed its spirit. I would put it to the rest. She says, that is good. The, the ghost was one of the threats to keep me here. Oh, well. He says, the, the spell was to alert the wizard and the ghost was to kill me if I left. But maybe if we run fast enough before the wizard can find us. What if we were run fast enough? Uh, and Baron is incredibly suspicious of this lady. Like, he is looking for any hole, any tell, any twitch, anything, as he's having these conversations. <laughs> he like, he is like, this whole thing is weird and unusual, and he... Go ahead and give another roll. Yeah. <laughs> so oh! Oh, oh. Overly suspicious. So suspicious. <laughs> Everything is suspicious. Uh, suddenly, everyone looks like they're kill. they're trying to kill you. Everything suspicious. Right. Where is the wizard? Uh, Point the way. The wizard is is a layer below. A layer below. The next this level. We yes. have been in some area below. There was a dragon. <gasps> You've and seen the dragon. Oh, right, no more see. dragon. But the dragon is dead? Yeah, it's, we killed that one. That was this morning. Um, no wonder you have survived this place. You are mightier than those I came with. Probably. Uh, more than has been good to us. <laughs> Facts are. She says, well, it you is... You know how to get to the location of where the wizard is. It is down the hall from the room you came in. Third door on the left, there is a staircase. Third door on the left, so we're right. Where, where is she described? <laughs> yeah. Does that ring a bell geographically? Right. There. Third door on the left on the hallway. She's saying that. Yeah. Gotcha. Fantastic. Hmm. Awesome. Right. Which room are we in? She says there is a oh, stairwell right. that leads down the next layer. That is where the wizard spends his time. Close it. In Dwarven. In Dwarven, he says. Dwarves. Good days. Uh, close in Baron. Also, we take this lady and run as fast as we can. Lead her back to Birgit and the others. It will bring the wizard with her. We might as well fight the wizard outside of his home there. How about we wait here for a minute and go send either Albeck? No, actually, I don't trust Albeck for messages. He bundle the whole thing. Uh, either you or I or Oil Vane can go collect Mock. Who can go collect the others? Because this is a this is a this is a nuisance. I can write a message and. 
Unga can carry it with her? She says, yes, you you might need more. The wizard is very dangerous. Uh, did she understand Dwarven? Oh, you're speaking of Dwarven? Yeah. Oh, then no, she doesn't respond. She said, she looks actually a little panicked when you choose to speak a different language. And she says, please, you have to believe me. The wizard is dangerous. Great. I, I believe you. Jerson honestly believes her and says, I'll believe you. That's why we don't want to act irrationally. Uh, and he takes out a scrap of paper uh, that has tons of notes on the back. And you uh, say you yourself were an adventurer. What what talent skills do you have? You said you're here with a party. Are you a spellcaster? Are you a swing a sword? Sword, shield. Very oh. good. Says the old standby. Very good. <laughs> sword and board fighter. Uh, she has those tattoos on her knuckles. Sword. Board. She has six <laughs> fingers on each hand. It's like S O R D. S W R D. B R R D. Bird. Bird. He writes a little message that just says, uh, uh, more threats. Gather the others. Follow Anga. A message small enough for a bat to carry. And he rolls it up, and on goes a little batty. And goes flying towards Mark. Towards Mark. We're just gonna wait here for a minute while we collect our friends. Uh, have you had anything to eat or drink? You say the wizard feeds you well. Says, uh, 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 I haven't eaten in a day. Do you have anything? Sure. Good he pulls out, he's got like some rations he has like- as well. Yeah. When that happens, as Baron is rummaging through his pack, Justin, roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, Luckily, I'm good at these. Well, more or less. At least you sent Igo away already. (laughs) Natural 20? 23. Was it a poison saving throw? You have advantage. I roll advantage to see. Can he get another 20? If he gets two 20s, that means he, like, I don't know what it is. As Baron doffs his pack uh, uh, to reach and get some uh, some rations, good berries. Idala looks uh, right uh, at Dristan. Yes. And he can feel immediately the assault on his mind. Ooh, I'm immune to the wiles of women? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is an amazing chunk on this trail to uh, a certain destination. That was the bail. Uh, that was the bail. <laughs> and she drops dead. Uh, challenge complete. Uh, um, no, uh. uh Tristan, Tristan, Tristan feels the magic immediately enter his mind, but ever sharp on his wit, even though it is a Constitution saving throw for some reason. Um, braces himself, braces his mind and his body. For yeah, it is not just an assault on the mind. Oh my God, why it's is assault it? on the body? Resist the doppelganger stench. Yeah. <laughs> it's a succubus. Uh, I've never felt more flat. <laughs> 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 
See? Nothing. Nothing. If the target succeeds, you Go ahead, wiggle it around. You have no power! Uh, that's all. That's, that's what. Okay. That's what Drewston experiences, and only Drewston. Uh, he's gonna use his wand of magic missile on her. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it hits. How many charges does oh, it yeah. have? Oh, yeah. first time you know the answer. You know the answer. How dare you! Wand of gun! How many charges are you gonna uh, use? Seven N minus one. Uh, yeah. He wants to hold on to one just in case. Well, well no, you have to because he has a five breaking. Well, uh, even. Oh, he wants five. one of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just safe charge. Safe uses. Yeah. For utility. Five. So it does. Five D4. Five D4 plus. Do you need one five. more? I'll just roll this. Oh, three. Ah! Mm. Uh, plus eight is. Eleven. Eleven. One more. Uh, 13 plus 5. Oh, 18. 18. Ooh, that's Force a, damage. That'll sting. Force damage. So it's his first time using this wand. Uh, he felt this and almost instinctually. He lets out the dwarven word for uh, uh, hidden enemy, which is like one combined word in dwarven. And uh, comes out pretty forcefully and uh, just blue force bolts. Uh, fly out of this thing. It's almost like when, like, they're going a little too fast to even go in a straight line. So they kind of go, and doo, 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 five of them just blast into her. All right. They slam into her as you all roll initiative. <laughs> nice. Split party combat. Roll the 20. Nice. 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 Got me a 16. Uh, yeah, but how are we doing a bladder ball? <laughs> right at the end of this combat. High stakes. High stakes well, battle. Didn't Unga come and ask you guys? I mean, she's on her way. No, this was the moment this Unga. This will have been 10 minutes uh, into our game. Uh, I. Hopefully. I'm so happy about everything that's happened on this, on, on this brief series of misadventures. The misadventures. I'm so looking forward to like just them talking with Mock and trying to explain everything that happened, or or choosing what to say nothing and developing uh, twenty two secret collusion. Uh, what did I get? Uh, and Abek, he's there. And what do you get, Greg? Uh, no, oh, uh, eighteen. You mean to roll for Abek? You should play Oh, uh, They go last. They go last. Uh, we, we always do them game last. Game. It's the easiest. Because <clears throat> I'm not going first, I'm really good. All right. Baron is first. Perfect. So, Baron, both of your hands are occupied in your pack right now. Yep. So, just reminding you. Okay. Uh, so, just throw he sees, he looks up to see Drustin attacking her. His <laughs> suspicion of this woman... Well, unjustified is still gnawing. It sort of had been dropped, but now it's back to the top, and it's go time. Uh, uh, he, uh, he grabs his shield, which had been on the ground, um, next to this pack on the floor. Yep. Um, is there any possibility of getting flanking with Dresden? Were they that close? Uh, I would say no. 
No? Okay, fantastic then. You guys were kind of, you never said you entered the room. Yeah. No, we... No, you probably did. You've been talking to it for a while. Yeah. I assume you're inside the room, um, and... But probably keeping our distance a bit. Yeah, probably 10 feet away. 10 feet away. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, he's gonna do burning hands, which he has yet to do. <laughs> I need to burn the hands. Uh, he stretches out his shield and says, Moradin, burn my enemies! Uh, it's a dex 15 saving throw. Like, how loud... Dex 15 saving throw. I, I gotta ask, if there's a chance that I hear any of... No, not okay. even close. You are... You like were hammering on an of feet away through okay. multiple doors. I, I didn't know. I wasn't following the whole map thing. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know I mean, how the curves were going. You're down here. They are... Uh, and that's a rushing river. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought they were, they were yeah, right across the way. I thought Arundel's bad. room was, like, right here. I, that's what I was picturing. Uh, okay, uh, there would be a, a yeah, chance. But, You've also got the rushing river there. No, no, no that's really totally, totally. That's why I, was, I, had to, I had to throw it out. So. It's a good question. It's a gut move. It's uh, 3d6 fire damage. It's a 15-foot cone. Did and, I roll the roll? Yeah, you did. You failed the save. Wait, um, are you sure? You look like you rolled a 6. Oh, you saw the six. That's what I thought I saw. Did okay. you not roll then, a die? Yeah, I, I did roll a die, but then he distracted me and I moved the die. So I believe it was a six. It was either a six or a nine, and it was a fifteen save. That's not even close. Then. Okay, great. Um, so she's gonna take uh, twelve oh. fire damage. Um, it's also a fifteen foot cone, and it does ignite any flabject, no. flammable objects in the area yes. that aren't being worn or carried. No. How much of a cone? It was a fifteen foot cone, so I don't know how that works with cones. The knowledge. Oh yeah, this is a small room. It is only fifteen feet wide. Oh my god, it just. So he just points at sand at her and just bursts into flame in that part of the, the room. Bookcases on both sides <laughs> of this small library are now burning. They burst into flames. Oh no, they books. Sounds like more of a whoa than a wheel. Uh, we should not have entered this room. It could have been cleared by other dwarves. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is a pretty tragic <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you could still save the books. Eric, I've never seen Eric smile so wide for not being in the scene. <laughs> I've enjoyed every second of this, honestly. <laughs> All right, uh, who's next? Oil Vane uh, <laughs> casts Gust. Everyone feels a small breeze in the room. A blast of oxygen comes in. Fans the blues! It's a harmless... Uh, what is the description? It's a harmless oh sensory God. effect. Uh, that just, you know, you just feel it, and you... It's as, a it, as the air rustles through the room, you see uh, oil vein inhale deeply. Hmm. And through his nose. That's your action? That's my action. Okay. He's just oh. deeply? Gotta be doppelganger. He's gotta be the doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> the accent Australian. Something is weird the here. It was not a mistake. It's not All right, really so doppelganger. Are you moving? We're doing theater of the mind Crikey. here. So. Oh, he kind of stays in like close to No, the that was arranged attack. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, he's close to the doorway, so he's not actually uh, in the room. Yeah. He's like a he's a step back from everyone else. Okay, uh, next up is liar. I see you wrote. Any guesses on uh, what she is? <laughs> Uh, she's doppelganger? A she's a liar. <laughs> Succubus? Succubus? 
She, a uh, wide smile appears on her gorgeous face as uh, Baron's flame hits her and the magic missiles uh, uh, hit her. And then you see purple wings burst out from behind her as a tail shoots out from behind her in her natural succubi form. God damn, that was a wild guess. Too bad for young, uh, or for her, young dressed in green. Never suspected. You're not gonna twenty. You won't have my seed. And I'll be clear. <laughs> you won't have That's a natural twenty. That's a natural. Not learned behavior. No. Yeah, natural twenty on a Constitution save to resist the succubus. I think that says something. That says something. <laughs> <laughs> I was born this way. Who wants to roll I'll roll. wisdom saving throw for <laughs> all that? Oh, oh, that didn't work. I, was, oh, yeah, I, I don't want to do that. Baron, Baron, Baron. I got it. Oh, you got it. He's going to eat this red die. Does he have any bonus? Of course not. Does no. he have any subtractions? It's 12. Seems like a not enough kind of thing. It's above average, slightly. But I don't know if that's enough. We'll find out. Her eyes flash red, and you see her gaze dart to Abek, standing behind you all. Who is not? Hey, pretty boy. You with these chumps? Burning with a deep love. <laughs> he just wants approval. And and she takes one pump of her wings and just lifts her feet off of the ground uh, and smiles at all of you. And that is all she does. Drewston. Uh, the whips around the, uh, actually, yeah, he drops the magic wand of magic missile for now, carefully. And then, uh, whips around uh, the little stone dragon head such as a little gem in it on his, um, on his walking stick, and he says, uh, a certain one that called upon your magics? And a little, uh, the gem inside glows blue. A little icy dragon energy form flies at her and casts a chromatic orb at her. Alright. It's a plus six. Get her in the orb. How do you have an advantage? Rolling cold. I don't. This die was just there. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Wow. It was already there. Even yeah. more impressive. Uh, that's gonna be 6d8 damage. I'm immune to the wiles of missing with ice attacks. <laughs> uh, then the dragon flies true. Uh, since it's a critical, gonna put out a couple small fires on books. What does it do? It's cold damage. Chromatic orb with cold damage? <laughs> Is it an area effect? No. Uh, 10. Whew! Ooh. 24. Hachi machi! Uh, 24 plus 12 is 36 cold damage. Uh, so this dragon flies through the heat, putting out the flames in the, the small area around it. Kind of like creating a tunnel through the flames, riding the air current. And, uh, just hits her right in, like, the, the chest. With ice just bites and like ch -ch -ch shooting through her skin and bones. The bosom. And blue. And it shreds so, her so to death. <laughs> That's one for Drewston. Oh my 
I'll make that note. Well, fair she, uh, to see it, though. She had just plucked her wings to fly in the air, but as this hits her, the smile on her face drops, and her eyes go wide as you see the look on her face for the first time since you opened that door, which is clearly, for the first time, she realizes that She's not in control of the situation. And as it slams into her, she gets thrown against the bookcase as the icy blast spreads against the bookcase behind her, putting out some of the flames, although the other half of the room is still ablaze. And, uh, and she hits it and slumps to the ground, uh, uh, and slumps to the ground immediately. Uh, does, does Abed look okay? Do you look back at Abek immediately? Uh, well, she was giving him the bedroom eyes. Uh, Abek stumbles back a couple steps, and you hear a, 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 a clatter as, uh, a, he, what is he fighting? Yeah, a dagger? A sword? Dagger, a dagger, sword. and he like a short sword and a bow. Yeah, yeah as a, a, a short sword, you, you hear a clatter to the ground as he takes a couple steps back from it, and he says, I didn't do anything! Well, I, technically, I, I didn't I, do anything. And he falls to the ground. Drusen's hmm. uh, if combat is right, he's going to rush over and start throwing his cloak on as many books as possible, save books, even putting himself at risk to do so. This knowledge. Uh, he'll even be grabbing, no, I don't, grabbing books and like hurling the burning books towards the uh, the pool, nice. saying, uh, I'll bet everyone shove them into the water. As some of the flaming books like fly yeah. towards Abek, he was on the ground stumbling, but he safe. still grabs the flaming book and like helps out as he's shaking his head. I mean, he will literally like run into the flames to save these ancient books. I'm willing to like saving throw or give me a. Like uh, uh, this Baron is about... has resistance to fire damage, and he feels oh. really bad, so yeah. he runs it as well. Yeah. Uh, give trip, me an trip, aided. Give me an aided. Oh, usually your character shoots up. That's how I see all the skills. It's oh, the it's sorry. the fast one. It's acrobatics. A, acrobatics. Uh, acrobatics. Uh, that's dexterity. Okay. Uh, aided dexterity. Yep. Here. Uh, total oh, of eighteen. Ooh, I was gonna say DC fourteen. Nice. Uh, you managed to. I mean, this is like the same round. It's within yeah. seconds of the flames starting, and you managed to, with uh, uh, Baron's assistance. Douse the flames before it turns into an inferno in here. Now some of these old parchments look old and artificially old because you know <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you burned the edge. You got yeah, yeah, in cotton now. There's yeah. a wanted water damage. Yeah, exactly. So and they you, like authentic and synthetically old. And you hear uh, you hear Abek muttering, saying, "She she got she she got she got in my my head. She was in my head." Yeah, yeah that was a succubus, evil devil demon creature. Oh. She said, I was, I was going to stab you in the back. Yeah, attempt it. And you didn't! She, oh, said, she spoke in my mind. She, she told me to do it, and I was going to do it. None of us would have been too surprised by that. I mean, it would, actually. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> We're glad you didn't, though, For I mean, for your sake. Let's cut for a moment yeah. to Bladderball. Bladderball 2018. And I want to hear what's going on with the forge after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that after. Okay, no, no, hang on. I do need a. Bladderball. Do you need music for this? Gar, fight garden. No game. Higher stakes. Higher stakes than Bladderball. Well, it's a. Okay. It's, it's like if you Okay, so we cut down to the Black Lake. Dax saying. All right, it's round three. <laughs> Bear job. Let the 
games continue. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, this Sunday. No, this isn't no two-hand touch bladder ball. This is full <laughs> contact. Protasaurus. Are you a toad? Right. Bear jaws are you throwing a giant first. Toad playing this with her. Go I'd for love it. it if you were somehow using your no. tongue. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yuck. No. Give opposed acrobatics checks here. Oh, fun. This is a game of this is acrobatics, a game of speed huh? and dexterity. True. All right. That's a fourteen. Oh. It's a skill that? check. Is your lucky cricket helping you? Uh, no, he did not. He he's not he's not saving that for uh, for this round. Okay. He's gonna. I don't know if this is a dex thing. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's for saving throws. Okay, that's saving throws. So, 19. Okay. 19. So 14. 14. Scrimcorn catches it. What does it look like? Um, it is, uh, it is uh, a pinkish kind of thing. It's still got some, uh, some of the, some blood and some, like, the bile as well because, like, we cut it and we, like, tied it off with <laughs> mucus membrane. Before, after. Yeah, so it's slippery. On the outside. And, uh, and one of the ties on one of the ends is, uh, is loose. As, as is the design of Black Ball. Yeah. It's a, it's a hot potato. It's a hot potato egg toss. So, so. Scrimcoin catches it. How does he catch it? Um, uh, yeah, he, he catches it and like bends down low to like get very little force on it, handles it like a child, and then just... And that's a clean catch! <laughs> Uh, and then just how far away is launches that? Opposed acrobatics again. Just okay. a wild shot. Back. Oh, no, I'm not doing well. Um, okay, that's a uh, 13. Oh, 12. Oh. Oh. Good thing I'm trained in acrobatics. How does Bearjaw barely catch this thing? Um, it, it goes way farther than she thinks it is, so she has to raise her hands up and grab it back, and then ugh, manages to catch it. It almost slips through her fingers, but... Uh, Scrim, up, Scrim yells out, hold, hold, wait one second, my laces are undone. And he waits six seconds as he casts Guidance. That's fair. Think Bart from. Uh, I know, I know, but it's hard when Dan's doing a voice that's similar she, but with a different accent. She has, a, she has like a Boston like. It's a, a Boston scrimcorn. Watch it. All right, uh. <laughs> Can't do that. Are you kidding me? I got. So, don't don't tell me that. Oh, okay, Ben Affleck. No, 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 stop. Let me just do Bart. <clears throat> just. What? Well, uh, that was a, a near miss by Bear Jaw. Let's see the next round! Come on, buddy. Do I roll? Now it's opposed rolls again. Opposed rolls again, okay. Oh, 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 I'm doing worse and worse. Uh, six. 18. 18. Ah, Ultra clean catch. Ultra clean. So has clean. The, has the, uh, the cockroach in one She says, wait, have you played this before? One of these full of things. He says, I've forgotten more about bladder ball than you'll ever know, Bear Jaw. <laughs> Give it back to her, Scrimcorn. He launches it just straight, just bullet baseball throw oh, right man. at her. Oh, oh, it's a terrible shot. Well, I, I got an eight, so what'd you Six. get? <laughs> she Bad sloppy throw, sloppy she catches catch, it, catch, it, it hits her in the face, and only by the miracle of, of God does it not <sighs> explode. And it slips down, and she's like this. To try to like get oh. it, and then manages to create. Oh my god! I cannot believe that wasn't it. Are you not playing? What? No, no, no! It's between you two. He's no, the caller. No, she's saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, he says this you is just you pass. two right now. Oh, <laughs> he just throws it at Dax. He's like, it's the death. <laughs> oh, that, so would, be, that would be poor. Waste of good Don't involve our announcer. This is between us. <laughs> he says, 
And Bear Jaw's gonna toss it back. Okay, Ooh, there's a 20. That's a 16. Oh, 11. <laughs> and it's gonna burst on you. You describe it. Um, uh, um, she shot puts it. He tries okay. to he tries to catch it. Uh, uh, like frisbee, out. pancake, <laughs> and uh, and just comes in with too much force. And as it's spinning at him. The uh, the untied end is is the business end is facing right at him and his catch just aids in its in its evacuation. Oh, no. oh you couldn't have caught that worse if you tried. Oh, the game is over and Bearjaw is the victor. And he walks over to Bearjaw and gives tries to give her a high five. She she walks over to the scrim court and leaves him hanging. Oh yeah, that's cool. Starts going like hey. Yeah. <laughs> He's announcing irritated her to no end. Um, and she walks over to him and she hands him her, her water skin. Oh. Uh, yes, and like, he... Uh, he drinks it. And he, he just drinks it. He, he, pours it. he pours it on himself to rinse off and he says... You are very good says, at well, ladder bomb. This, uh, this cloak, the rat cat cloak... <laughs> Uh, oh god. It, uh, Rats and cats. Something, something about it didn't feel right. Didn't feel broken in until now. So you are now, right. now it's now it's ready to be properly worn. <laughs> and he that's just kind of just that's how they shakes. soften leather, you he know. Just out with, I thought it was with brains. No, no it's, it's well, you brains. can do it's pissing brains. Okay. Yeah, pissing brains. You know, yeah. a little bit of both. So Original right. tanning fluids. <laughs> and by the way, field dressing is when you clean and remove the organs of an animal that you Field just dressing. That specifically refers to doing it in, in the, the field. field. Those are my favorite solid dressing. Field yeah. dressing. Well, yeah. It's like wheat. Uh, yeah, in terms of removing original organs, the necessary step in preserving meat from animals harvested in the wild. All right, you guys uh, go back to put your Well, though, I imagine a bat shows up at some point. Uh, not going to you guys. Was it going to you them? It was going to Mock. No, it was going oh, to Mock. Oh, I thought mock. it was coming to no, us. They didn't trust us. Once right, again, we see well, the Mock's dwarf. closer, and Call then we assume the Mock will then, you know, That's... pass the word we along. We need Mock to tell us what to do. <laughs> I have no idea what they, what they, well, they wanted me to go find them, right? That was, the. Uh, they, they were going to have me go get the rest of them, I think. Is what it was doing. a very short no. We're well, waiting for just, clarification. It was like, you. more yeah. threats. Yeah, more threats. Bring... Others follow Omdra. Gotcha. Okay. But you guys, so for now, you guys are going back to that and mock. Unless you want to have something else. No, no, it's fine. Why no. Back to the... She's very proud. She's so proud of it. So, uh, mock. mock's... Yeah. Quite a bit of time has passed. Yeah, yeah. Like search checks and all this so stuff. We're, does going, the, we're going to mock. Do, so does does a bat arrive? Well, for, did you want to give more? You sort of explained... I definitely about, I just want to lead up to it. If it if Idly. How I, if the bat interrupts him, will it affect my use of the time? The the, the bat will arrive. Okay, because it, it wasn't stopped by the fact that combat seemed to be resolved. That's what I was just determining. The bat did not, like, stop and come back. Perfect. Unless Drewston... No, Drewston's freaked out. The, the, well, he wants yeah, yeah, his cousin's around. Yeah, that's what I figured. The fight yeah. ended in seconds after she left. And right. You could have called her I back. I mean, it happened, it happened so quickly, too. I just wanted to tell you. Yeah. Uh, perfect, perfect. So, yeah, um, that will arrive. Mock, as he, uh, as he was, has been able to heat up the metal to a really unsatisfactory level. I mean, he's put the, putting the weight into that this, this forge. Uh, been days, or been, been a long time since he had to, he's had to personally work the bellows. 
uh, for his own crafting. <laughs> even even not necessarily being a, a sign of kind of whatever status or rank, but just you tend to do these things with some sort of assistant or, or, or help with you. But he's putting his back into this and can't get it even past kind of like a dull glowing red. Um, finally, just giving up on that, throws the, uh, the axe head and the wood, which is completely untouched by, by this heat, onto Durgedon's forge. Just kind of like moving it around, trying to catch some sort of kind of like right feel for uh, this is this is really where this should rest. Kind of looking for the metal to teach him a bit, and then he just kind of is peering closely at like the lines of the uh, of the metal that have that have solidified and, um, and and cooled in particular ways. And he just wants to kind of loosen up some of these bonds and starts giving it kind of like test hits. And it's strange. You really feel like the quality of the of the metal with the magic. It's almost like hitting a trampoline where. It's not even really absorbing, like a, like, a, like a smith when he drops his hammer will be a very loose grip and just kind of like let it fall and thud. But this thing is literally just rocketing off the metal and he's looking just for some place where it can catch, starting to pound harder, get, it, get a little bit more, uh, more leverage into it. Spending like very thorough amounts of time kind of testing each side of the, of the blade, closer to the half, closer to the, uh, to the, uh, the bit, and is, is un unable to make really any progress at all. Uh, goes over and gets a piece of kind of like iron after some you know some some frustration and lack of progress and uh, He says just, I'm just gonna try like a simple fork like, like stick another piece of metal to this uh, Grab grab some some flux heats up that metal and then starts pounding it in and it just kind of like oozes over It's like trying to it'd be like trying to stick uh, stick gum to a thing of, of like oily Teflon It just it just slides off. I mean he, he's putting the effort into it You know like the, the the metal is hot steel is malleable It just kind of flows off and around and as, he's, as he picks up the the the, the axe again just, It simply slides right off and he just it gets frustrating uh, frustrated finding out that he's He's like n not made any progress. He seems to be not finding kind of a, a key forward. Um, you know, starts in, in kind of just whatever abstract creativity, just like tapping, tapping the the axe against the forge, strikes it heavily, like uh, to see if he can like get a get a put a, a bit of a scratch on the on the anvil. Nothing, nothing's really kind of re reacting. Um, and then. And then yeah. a bat arrives. A bat well, arrives. Not a bat. He knows who Uncle. Yeah, Uncle goes. He goes. Ah. Looks over his shoulder uh, and gets a gets a, a note and it says, "Bring everyone." Or whatever. It, it says the words that Dressen find threat. No, new threats. Bring others. Follow Uncle. And he he looks at the axe in his hand and the note and he's just like, so and just bellows down the hole. He walks over to the edge of the waterfall and just bellows down. He's like, Boy! Get yourselves up here! here. There's no way here. you can hear. Here. Here. And then he like looks it crosses his arms. <laughs> crosses his arms and kind of looks at like... He can barely hear himself as there's a thundering waterfall. Oh, yeah. And looks at the rope and like kind of just is considering the options and like going back down. He just grumbles and puts the axe over his shoulder and begins walking down the hallway, looking at Anga to see where he's supposed to go. 
Okay, right. so he does not go out of his way to get them. He doesn't go down. No. Go yeah. straight. Well, he would have to go walk back. And I, I, there's the I, didn't, I didn't understand. I just wanted to know what action he's taking, which is he's going straight, straight to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him, he did right. yell down, so yeah. he can check it off. I attempted to gather the others. Made an attempt. He made his call here, and uh, unless Anga is like not leading him back, he's going back to Dresden. And, she and, doesn't have that much. I hope that a thought goes through his mind. They're probably doing something really important right now. As he goes. Uh, this party squad, I like A squad, this party squad. Totally party squad. <laughs> They're like, yeah. like, more threats encountered is, is kind of like, what I did. I'm, but like, it's one of those things too. I mean, like, he knows Justin, and Justin's a, a wanderer, and you know, Baron, though, usually is pretty level headed, and, you know, I don't know. Like, he he's really more frustrated to be interrupted at his work. Anga leads after flying around, kind of like annoyed, like, that wasn't the message. Oh, there's right here. She <laughs> that wasn't the message. Yeah. Leads him back over. Okay. <laughs> Alright, and, uh. You're re- reunited, yay. Yeah, Mock, uh, Mock shows up. Uh, I mean, it, it's only. A couple minutes, right? I mean, it t- takes less than a minute. Smoking. Fly across through the things to get to you. And then you go over, I have to stop at the thing, so call it a couple minutes, which means you guys are done putting it out and sort of just recovering from the fight as uh, Mock approaches. Oh, oh Mock, you're here! You see Albeck sitting on the ground. Uh, uh, Drusen is like standing, greeting you eagerly. Bar- what's what's the sight? What is, where, where, where is Baron when Mock approaches? Uh, we're probably still patting down books and collecting books. Baron is feeling a little bit. His gut reaction was like, burn the thing. Uh, and, but then he's like, oh, no, the books. Oh, that is legitimately bad. I mean, he's he's not like, I mean, Drustin takes, like, the love of knowledge to a bit of an extreme level. But he's a freaking cleric, and he's certainly studied many tomes of ancient lore himself. Um, but so he can acknowledge the value of these things. He so he's feeling, like, tr- like pretty deep remorse. He's like, his, oh, like, no, reaction. that was a bad gut reaction. Uh, and what is Oilvane doing when Locker Purchase? So he's, you know, trying to oh, sorry, help the books. Oil Vane is standing in the middle of the hallway, his head tilted back and his nostrils flare. <laughs> uh, just taking things out. It's like... Uh, in the hallway, like the, the secret hallway that Mott comes hands. down? Oh, just right outside the door where the... Where you the guys are here, and the secret door is there. This is the succubus room. Oh, is that right? Are we over there? Yeah. 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 But, but this is blob. succubus room. S for succubus. This is and the... And a couple of S's for This was the and succubus. Oh, wow. No effect on <laughs> So, they're, they're, like, this is the books, right? They're in this little room here. There's, like, some... Oh. There's some books there. That's a pair of titties. <laughs> now you get it. So that's the succubus. <laughs> and then, uh, here's, the, here's the hallway. Mock's gonna come running up this way. Oh, my. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's just, a number three. Let, let, he's come. outside the door of the, from that room. So he's just, in, like, in here. Yeah. So when he gets so, in the hallway. That's where Albeck also is. Like, Albeck is still just on the ground. His short sword is, like... On, on the ground, out of arm's reach of him. Yeah, Mock shows up at what is clearly a suspicious situation with a suspicious note and smoke pouring out of the room, right? Yeah. Six seconds of, of two bookcases on fire. Buried in his hands. Yeah, buried in his hands. And Mock, of course, <coughs> walks right back past Abek, kicking the sword farther from Abek as he goes. <laughs> and uh, he says, Oi, what's happening here, cousins? Why the, why the urgent note? And who lit the fire? Oh, there's a wizard! That wasn't a wizard, that was lies by the succubus. No, uh, but don't. Do you think she's working for a wizard? Maybe there's a real wizard! 
I don't think we can take anything that she said as the truth. Maybe there is a wizard, maybe there isn't, but I wouldn't put it any more credence of there being a wizard than if we had never encountered her. But we encountered a, a human, what we thought was a human woman, and she told us that she was a slave of a wizard. She had all sorts of lies. She was very good at it. And then, and then she tried to cast a spell on me, and I reacted very strongly. And uh, and then Baron started burning all the books. He burned everything. <laughs> he burned it up. I burned her as. And the books got burned a bit too. Fuck <laughs> has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, what are you, what are you doing poking around right? these ruins? He said, this what? is a dangerous place. You have to, and burn? What are you burning the books for? Mark also has studied greatly in his life. <laughs> Cosby burning books as well. He's like, and this is a, seems like a very, di- come back to the, come back to the other room. We thought there was some human last captured by a wizard and shenanigans with a foot, but I think it was just a succubus in the room. Is there a corpse still on the ground there? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is a winged succubus corpse on the ground, slumped down by the bookcase. Perforated by melting and still beautiful. And someone burned. And then yeah, someone yeah. just. What does force damage do? Just battered? Humbles. Yeah, just slams. Bruises. Yeah. Like heavy contusions. Like getting shot by the Belagarth arrows. Yeah. Okay. Just like at a hundred miles an hour. Illegal paintballs. Like yeah, frozen go. paintballs. That's what the lead, the lead shot. Uh, he does regard the body though, and gives a nod of approval. And he says, "It's fine." It. What a kind of seeing how <laughs> relatively unscathed that his cousins are. He says, "What happened to Olbeck? He seems the worst for the wear." Uh, the succubus got his mind a bit before we after. And uh, he's sort of reeling from the experience. He smells a bit musky. And Oilvane's acting weird. He's sniffing everybody. I don't know what's up with that. I don't think that's anything other than just maybe him being a half throw. Wait, this is a very. Been working for no more than an hour, cousins. Any luck? It's another story entirely. And as he as, as he as he looks at the, at the axe and, and kind of grumbles about it. Looks at Drustin and goes, hmm. He says, well, if you're going to cook, cook, uh, kick over doors and fight uh, succubi, best let me have Drustin for a wee moment here, and uh, I'll keep him safe and occupied. Well, not where he, where, he won't, uh, where he won't fall down into any sort of womanly wiles. I wouldn't, young Drustin, we wouldn't want to get him corrupted now, would we? <laughs> <laughs> He says, well, there's many, many taverns between uh, between here and Mithril Hall, and I think there's a lot more hospitality to be found than in some musty chamber next to the uh, the resting place of a ghost. Uh, I'll come with you, cousin, but I want the books, too. Uh, Opic, uh, you can earn back our dwarven sacred trust by carrying all these books back to the Dirkman's <laughs> chamber. He was making shit up. You sullied the rock! Albeck stands up and he looks at Mock and Baron and he says, I would like to apologize for my actions. I clearly did not have the mental fortitude to withstand the succubus's assault on my mind. He says, if you had not finished her if, if you had not finished her when you did, I would have been burned to a crisp by he says, Baron. He says, I I definitely would have stabbed Baron, I'm sure of it. Would have attempted. Well, he's in my mind. Once. 
and uh, we don't forget about that. He says, <laughs> he says, I just, you know, I, I will try harder going forward. Very well, Lambic. Uh, Dressen, uh, can we collect these books another time? Nay, an I idea don't know struck me. Which is again. Very urgent. Uh, Opic, start collecting them. Well, did you say you don't know when they're going to get burned again? Yeah. <laughs> With this guy, right? How many books are we talking about here? Is it's it a like library. 50 books? Yeah. Yeah. It's floor to ceiling. <laughs> like the map looks and 15, says, 15, 15, that's like it's books. a library, Drustin. Oh, we're going to carry it with us? Obic, start collecting wait, them. Wait, wait, wait. Say that one more time. We're not taking all these books with us. <laughs> oh, right now, there's a Schrodinger's wizard down below. Uh, may what? An ancient wizard who could uh, uh, cast necromantic spells. Uh, could be there or not. But I don't want to risk it. I mean, I... I may. I may want to risk it. Uh... Justin. Justin is clearly shaken by this experience. Yeah. The sight of so many books being threatened has shaken him to the core. Uh, those books are coming with us. I mean, if I know anything about uh, uh, the folk who are going to come here to reclaim this place, even in the name of dwarves, I may think I'll have access to these kinds of books again. Justin. Bear jaw is loaded down with gold. <laughs> I don't know how much more she can frankly carry. And Mox is like the, the volume. The if we stacked all these books together, it would be like he's just he's he's got like good spatial reasons. He's like, we're talking about five span for five cents a cue. Even if you had the rope, had a had a sack to carry them all, it would look ridiculous. If you could somehow store them in your like Brickstone or something, maybe. But unless you have a way of transporting these books yourself, I think they're staying put. I'll figure it out later. I'll be get going. No, 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 no. I'll make it like taking one step forward, one step back as you guys have been arguing. Let's oh. at least take them to Dergeddon's chamber where we know they'll be safe. We do not know. Sorry. We didn't know. What we didn't know, didn't know, we didn't know what other threats are behind these doors. Yeah, we wouldn't wouldn't know if you didn't keep kicking these doors down in the midst of us working and who knows what they're doing down there with that dragon. Crustin, these books have been in this room for 200 years, maybe three. What happened? Aye, because we showed up. We leave. They'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, Justin, we'll come back for these books. Cousin, Uh, I'm not coming with you unless these books come with us. You can't take all of them. Pick your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a child at the store. Give me 20 minutes. (laughs) Are we going to put them in the breakstone? Oh, they will not return from there. Uh, what what else in there? I know, like, <laughs> <gonna fly>. <laughs> what? Why not? Oh, no. Uh, anything put in there will come back out when it closes. Right. Um, I could put them in there for an hour, but uh, give me 20 minutes. Uh, well, but what about all that stuff that was already in there when we went in there? It's magic, Opic. Well, can you just Idiot. visualize these books being in there when you create the space? I didn't know. <laughs> You have to read them all first. Does the door have like a locking mechanism? No, it was locked before, and there's a bunch of other doors in here. Your doors, make one. 
this is very important to Drewston. He's putting his I mean, foot down. Clearly. Engineer one. Yeah. yeah. Magic dwarves. Uh, and so Drewston, what are you going to be doing for 20 minutes? Uh, well, first, I've got to go back seeing if there's any magic books here. And then if there are, I'll separate those into another pile. How big is this room? How, how big is the room? Sorry. 15 by 15. <laughs> 15, 15 by 30 feet. I thought you were identifying magic. Wouldn't you have detected that through the door? Yes, there are no magically oh, okay. enchanted books. Then give me 20 minutes to just look at them. Choose the most important ones to take with us. He says, are you going to wait with him? Well, I don't want to leave him alone. Lord knows another succubus is going to show up. Morden knows. He looks at Dorothy and says, Are you going to open any more doors, Drustin? No, but are you going to open some books? Yeah, that worked out so well, didn't it? No, 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 magic! Can I recommend not opening any books entitled Treasures of Some Sort of Lord? Water Lord. And as Mock stomps back to the board, you hear, Well, that goes without saying. Oil Vane goes up to Justin and he says, uh, hey, don't worry, I'll help you smell the books. I'll help you smell the books? Clearly, that's the way to choose. This smells like an old <laughs> book. This all smells I think it would be wise, uh, uh, Mr. Baron, if you maybe held my sword, and I will go without a sword from now on. I don't want you to be worried about me. Uh, and anything I might do, and, and he takes his bow off of his back and he says, and the bow as well. Or you can just take the arrows, it's up to you. To. As much as this pains me to say, Albeck, it's probably best if you just keep carrying your own weapons. It's unlikely that we're gonna encounter another succubus. Well, you know, that's what I, I was thinking as well, but you guys were saying maybe there's another succubus behind every door, and I wasn't sure if you were sort of berating each other in your dwarven brotherly way, or if you were being very literal, because, uh, you know, you know dwarven holds better than I do, of course. As he picks up his short sword and he puts it back in his teeth. Says, ah, that's all. I will stop talking. Now. Right now. I'm sitting down. After You're going to start looking through the books, and what he's going to do is kind of, compared to his just knowledge books and general dwarven books and all that, um, and his father was a dwarven librarian in Gothenburg, so he knows the books very well. He was supposed to take over that job. Uh, totally disappointed his family. Uh, and he's basically basically going to look through and try to find um, with a quick glance the books with the most important information about Kunjakar. About uh, Kunjakar specifically. Kunjakar specifically. Okay, so unless he should happen to see something else like yeah. The lost secrets of magical treasure. Exactly, and then like there's gonna be a pile of like most important about Kundrakar or most Adric interesting Colin, what he did. Yeah, and then Adric, there's, like, the full story. There's definitely like the ooh, that's weird pile. The early years. So what's your the, How many books could you I carry? I carry one more pound before I am <laughs> I'm at amazing 99 pounds. However, <laughs> there okay, okay. are a couple Let's, things I could drop. There's, we can... Sort right. that out later. I do have a little bag of sand. Alright, so this is a library of a relatively small dwarven home. Um, they weren't able to bring a lot with them when they kept. So, many of these books are... Um, How long were they in this location? Do we know that? Is that a reasonable thing we could guesstimate? 
Uh, yeah, um... Centuries? A year? 150 years. Cool. So, they had time to maybe write a couple of books as well. Oh, yes, that's what I'm getting at. So, okay. there are many books uh, uh, about Kunjikar and the tribe... Tribe? Clan. The clan, uh, specifically. So, there are there are ancestral uh, records. There are family histories. And as you quickly glance through them, they are written in different hands as well. Uh, as would be common in a, uh, in a refugee uh, clan such as this, you know, people... The, 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 the clan worked together to preserve the history of their clan in writing. You know, they do it in the carvings as well, but also in uh, in writing in the books. And so there are many um, sort of family history books. Many of them, it's only uh, some of the pages are used. These aren't, you know, super thick books. Uh, uh, some of them are, 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 are very, very small uh, things. Some were brought with them. Uh, you see sort of old books uh, of all sorts of different kinds. Um, they, and you see several that are written, many, many that are written in uh, what you what you can deduce is probably Arundil's hand, him being the, uh, the wizard of this place and uh, likely also the scholar. Um, and his likeness was carved on that door on the on the other side. So there are um, so there's family histories. There's history of Kunjakar itself. There's the story of uh, of the fall of their original hold and the years that they spent wandering and, and coming here. So there's kind of that chronicle. There are uh, there are like political and economical records, uh, kind of like the ledger that you found. You know things along those sort of lines, like telling that side of the history of Kunjakar. Um, there are uh, there are personal journals in here as well. Uh, seems like the dwarves would just store them. Many of them would store them in here, uh, and and matters like that. And there are uh, sort of research records and and wizardly notes uh, that are familiar to Jerusalem because they are at a glance indecipherable diagrams and circles and arrows and writing over on top of writing and stuff like that. So that's the general categories of stuff. What's most interesting to Jerusalem? So things written by Arundel will definitely be top of the list. And then just things that, like, not even things that are, like, narrative, but just the pure records of Kuntrakar. Like, this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Here's the date of this. Chronological history. Chronological history. Whereas I'm not carrying the alchemy jug, which clears up another 12 pounds. So I can carry twelve pounds of books without being encumbered. Uh, those are those are pretty easy to find. Uh, uh, they're 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 labeled as such, and you can you can glance through them and see them. Yeah, they're just the history of when they built rooms. You know, the plans for what to do next, uh, stuff like that. Is there anything in my weird pile? Weird pile? Yeah, weird stuff that wound up in this library. I mean, Arundel's notes, right. um, uh, 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 research notes. Uh, there, there are some books that, that came with them from uh, from outside. Nothing that uh, stands out as uh, as particularly weird, but probably yeah. some of these are lost books that you know. Yeah. Every library holds books that are in no so other. So take all the Arundel books, the uh, records, and then one just. One that just caught his eye, that just has like an odd title to it. Alright. How Andes. many books is that? Twelve pounds of books. <laughs> how much does a book weigh? Probably about how much do these books weigh? Probably about a pound each. About we'll each. take twelve books. 
not like it's efficient ultra thin. Holy paper. crap, a book says five pounds. <laughs> well, there you go. You are taking two books. And yeah, these are not like this. These are like written on vellum, and one book is like it's like a it's like yeah, a, a pound dictionary. Is, a pound a is feeling like wrong. the big fat dictionary. But it's also like, just, it's all like, tight. Yeah, it's, 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 it's two and a half. Tear one of those things. But that's how much you can carry personally. But. Illuminated yeah, I mean, manuscript. He can also carry more than that and just walk slowly back there. Yeah, because it's what so to if they're five pounds a piece. Dwarf. It's in your thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we carry... Uh, carrying ten. capacity, 150. Ten times your strength modifier. Oh, ten times strength is going to be 100. So I, my carrying capacity Oh, is you need to, to turn on the variant encumbrance rules, oh, and then you'll get all the things. Problem is, that I have it currently turned off because it doesn't trigger for the our dwarf house rule, and oh, it yeah. modifies your speed. Oh, it actually number. changes oh. your speed. Yeah, it does. My speed don't modify. But I'm guessing I can carry up to 150 you can pounds. That I'm encumbered, but I can still carry that. But I can push, drag, or lift 300 pounds. And I have a blanket. So I am putting, uh, let's see. What <laughs> there is it Bring one. 200, shows up with life, 200. divided by five. That's 10. Is nope, 10. that's 40. 40. He's going to grab 40 books. Starting with the most important ones, and then just grabbing random ones. And one wild card. One wild, one card. wild card. All right. Put him in his blanket. Wild card, bitches. Uh, Cut the brakes. Drag <laughs> them. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to uh, Durgeddon's uh, chamber, that meeting room. I need to know where if Baron's going with you or if he's staying behind you. I'm guessing he's coming with Baron's pee. You guys are leaving the doors closed that are in this library? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Behind each door. Is another succubus. And Baron, before he leaves, just lights up a nice big stogie and flicks that match, shutting the door behind him. This knowledge. What I didn't bear. And Boyle sits there just. Alright, Albeck, well, Albeck will stay with Baron. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're slowly going back. You, you loaded it up despite Baron's uh, protestations. Yeah. Hey, I killed the Baron, are you going with him back to the forge? True. You're staying at the library? You guys opening more doors? What are you doing? So... There are two doors in the uh, library room as well as all the originals. Actually, I, I drew it on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Baron's feeling like he's had enough. <laughs> there was a lot here, and just the two of them, and he's already down some spells. It's like, uh, what time of day is it now? It's only been another hour or two, maybe. I mean, he doesn't want to get here when the assassins show up. It's not till tomorrow morning. It's like it's like noon. He doesn't want to hike in the freezing cold at night. Like we, he wants to get some miles today. So makes sense. Uh. Yeah. All right. Get your books. Oh, he's already got a blanket loaded with 40 books, and he's dragging them You're down the hall. You're carrying it. Oh, yeah, he is. He's dragging them down the hall. Now, think about this real carefully, Justin. If you're going to drop one of those books on the way to Mithril Hall, it's going to be left out in the snow. I'm not taking all of them to Mithril Hall. I just want to keep these ones safe. Oh. Oh. His reasoning here, and I don't think it's that crazy, is that we just fought a succubus. There's probably other monsters here. They're gonna find the succubus's body. The ghost is gone. We've changed the ecology, the ecosystem of this dungeon. He wants to keep them in a safe place so that when the other dwarves come here to reclaim it, at least they're safe. And he wants to take a couple with him. 
This knowledge belongs to everybody. Alright, so he's, he's dragging them yep. along. So uh, Abek and Oilvane are following you too. Alright. So the next person to tell the story of Snowvane just sees a huge pile of dusty books in the hall and they're like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty good safe. So with the books, deposited in Durgeddon's room? Where are you putting these? Uh, in that meeting room. Okay, and then you probably pick your couple? Yeah, I picked three. Uh, I pick uh, two by Arundril and one of those just chronological records, history of Krindakar. Okay. It's like Sam's notes. It's like yeah. years in one book. Yeah. Yep. Um, I vote we get out of here. I want to put some miles on the road before the day's over. Uh, let's go collect Mock, see if he's done with the forge. Alright. You head on over to the forge room where there is the, that's still that uh, rushing uh, river. There are three forges and a couple enchanted anvils. Uh, two bridges that go over that uh, go over that river there and you see Mock heating up the uh, heating up the forge. Once again. Forge is hotter than ever, and as Drussen and Baron finally round the corner, he says, Oh, finish with the books then. How many did he take, Baron? Uh, talked him down to three. Sounds reasonable. Sorry you had to make a, such a tough choice there, Drussen, but like Baron keeps saying to me, I'll be back sometime pretty soon. I'm glad you understand my pain. He says, Now on to my pain. <laughs> we Drussen. <laughs> Come over to the forge area. I think I need your help. Come mm. on, help you with cousin. As you come over, you see that uh, he's taking the, the the blade off of head shaver, and he po- got the handle off. Head shaver. No, head shaver. Oh, head shaver. Excuse me. Excuse me. And excuse me. Uh, and place that in uh, in the forge, and he says, without getting into too many details, Drossen, it's impossible to work on metal unless you're able to unlock the bound uh, the the. Uh, the, uh, the forces that bind the metal when you quench it. The final action of finishing any weapon is a great quench of oil or water. And you must unlock this with heat and with the pressure to be able to be- begin working these metals. But this blasted uh, magical axe of Durgeren, I cannot unlock its power and I cannot, I cannot get my hands into the, the iron and the, uh, and, the, and the guts of it. He says some, something about the magic protects it. I can't even get the, uh, the blasted head off the, the, the shaft here. He says, and I was thinking as I was looking at you pouring through those books in that library, and uh, and what Arundel wrote, and you see the the Durgeddon's journal is open. He's been, he just re- reread a few of those passages, and he says, he says, Thorson, I need I need a partner. I need something to help me work these magical forges. I was I was right outside my mind to think I could do it on my own. When uh, Durgeddon, by his very own words, said he worked alongside Arundel all these years. He says, you must help me. Colson, I, I've never done something like that before. I've always been one to uh, discover the magic of places, never to make the magic myself. Roll up your sleeves, Drusen. Uh, a, great, a great craftsman is not afraid to blaze new trails and, and, and test what he knows and what he doesn't. He says, uh, all, I, all I need you to do is help me to unlock the magic so I can, I can work the blade. Uh, I, uh, maybe get, maybe, maybe take the, the head off of, uh, the, 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 the bit off the, the, this, uh, the shaft here so I can, I can really, uh, get alongside. And he says, and if we're lucky, 
perhaps we can transfer an enchantment from this blade onto Head Shaver. Uh, we'll see. One step at a time here. He said, I'll take it over to the uh, to the uh, anvil here and begin to work it work it with my strokes and just listen to the rhythm of my hammer falls and see what you can do to delve delve into its magics and unweave anything that's binding in there. Do what you can, cousin. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. I've got the notes of a rune drill. Perhaps within it there's something to help me. He says, I'll start with my rhythm. Give it some time. Pick your moment when it's right. And Maka takes the the heated uh, the heated blade of uh, or, or uh, the heated axe of Dargeddon, still kind of <clears throat> just dull red heat, as, as hot as he could get it, and brings it over to the uh, one of the enchanted anvils and just kind of slowly, methodically bends to to pound on it, waiting for uh, waiting for for Drusen to to hopefully bring the effort forward. Baron uh, just kind of sits there, leaning on his shield. About this time, I think Scrimcorn and Bearjaw are probably finished with uh, yeah. with what they're doing, and like, the others have not come down. What do you think they are up to? <sighs> Nothing important. Probably. Well, you know, Ma- you thought it was sorry, probably playing the dwarven equivalent of bladder ball. <laughs> what do you think they have one? <laughs> it's probably something stupider. <laughs> Are you gonna go up? Uh, it was to check a them out? Are you gonna wait down here until they come. Um, no, no. I, uh, I, Scrim has zero faith in the dwarves having uh, any kind of concept of time in this place. <laughs> he he knows he knows that uh, he knows that specifically at the forge at the forge that uh, that that Mach could die of starvation there. So he's and this come from the guy that spent like a good amount of time just. Inventing a sport and playing it, and like after that, he's like, like yeah. still like no sign. Clearly, this is going in one direction. <laughs> Bear just happy and healthy, and uh, we're supposed to be getting out of here. But like, where, where, guys, get your shoes on. Get your <laughs> shoes on. Like, so, um, yeah. He says, <clears throat> we got what we needed from uh, from our old dragon friend here. Let's uh, let's see if we can. What was that, by the way? What's what, what the take on the, uh, uh, the uh, evisceration? Yeah, what uh, uh, the field dressing, which is important to do quickly uh, so as to prevent the growth of Spoilers, bacteria. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so my my goal mechanically is to get supplies to basically start stockpiling um, acid from the alchemy uh, jug. So over time, like during a, during a long passage of time, he's just going to slowly wish for more wishes and just use that jug each day to fill up to fill up a reservoir. So at some point, do that by removing the hide. Yeah, so popping off the scales to get at the hide. Yeah. So he wants the, the yeah. basically. Any no, you uh, right? you did an expert job at it. It's something that uh, Scrimcorn's good at, and you got some some well. I got uh, twenty four. Just he wants an acid proof bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you got you got the hide. Are you, are, you, are you fashioning the bag now? Are you doing um, that on the road? I don't know uh, how long that would like. How we'll just say that you're doing the, the dressing now. You're, okay. you're taking yeah. the part. I would be fine walking out with yeah uh, a roll. But you got it. You got as much. You like as much as like cut care. the tail off and then demeat it and just fill the tail off. It's just my acid You got as much as you can carry. Very slowly to do it. All right, as much as you can carry. And Bearjaw got her her teeth and horns or whatever she wanted. And the amusement. And the amusement of it. Uh, so yeah, you've got okay. it. You've got it. I mean, she'd take the whole dark so, skeleton if she could. So you guys are heading up. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bear Duck, pick your three favorite bones. Two of the remains that are legal cut. One wild card. <laughs> All right. So you guys are heading up. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Zoom says, if you if you're all set down here, let's go and find the dwarves. Okay. It's easy enough to find a ladder when you get over there, for it's already been removed from the vines, and now it's clearly plain as day. As and you, obviously uh, an open door as well. As you climb a hundred and... And some uh, pitons and rope. As you uh, climb as you climb 150 feet up, uh, you get to the top, this little uh, outcropping uh, platform up top, and you can see, yeah, the secret door pushed open forward into a hallway that any of you that spoke to Arundo, you can recognize. You were there yesterday. Um, you can also see that you're on this other ledge with the waterfall ledge being where you came down before on the opposite side here. Right. But you know how to get from this secret hallway to the to where we're going to the forge. Yeah. We know yeah. that the, they. I know we, they were exploring, but we know he was yeah the exactly forge, so where we're going. That's a guaranteed place, so we'll head that way. And maybe from the top of that, you can see or hear them in the forge. I think there's and maybe it's kind of long, very long. Gotcha. Hallway down that way. Well, I've got dark vision up to sixty feet now, so I can see everything. I mean, the brave it's, new world. Yeah, there. It's, 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 it's about three times. Well, you know, just kind of like staring at things. You know, like when you first get your first pair of glasses. You can maybe see the glow of the forge from here, but it's pretty far away. And over the roar of the the waterfall, be hopeless trying to yell. But you, you can walk around the way, and you come up to mock, uh, working with Justin. Uh, uh, and uh, Abek is there. Everyone's there. Um, he goes to get an update of what happened. And immediately, the, who, who the stench of urine is just uh, so strong brother, around definitely. this general area. Uh, go ahead and play it out. Um, <clears throat> well, Vane uh, puts his arms on your shoulder as you walk up to him and gives you a hug. Um, oh, uh, yeah. It's me, Oldling. I get. I guess it's, it's been me, a while. Me and your brother. Um. Is uh, is does you smell urine? Does uh, does Scrim <laughs> notice him talking any different? You play it out and you tell me. I notice him talking different. Okay. Um. So uh, he uh, says, "How's how's it going, brother?" It's, it's going alright. It's going fine. It's a uh, little bit of an adventure here. What did friends? What did uh, what did the what did the dwarves get up to? They squabble over some stupid books or something? That'd yeah, be crazy. Some, uh, book burning. Going wow. Upstairs. Uh, <laughs> did not expect that. He's uh, well, just Justin got some books. Yeah, we had to fight this lady with uh, wings, and she did sexy times to Obed. <laughs> and, uh, that smelled kind of funny in there. Can. Uh, can Scrimcorn do an insight check on his dear brother? On if there's anything besides the way he's talking that for sure seems different. Can I can I aid him? Is, are you like a teenager? Ever since someone said something about succubus one time, he's been like, oh yeah, he's been just staring at all, but yeah. like. Scrimcorn's definitely gonna have words with the dwarves about uh, them keeping an eye on his brother and not doing that. But you know that's a separate thing. Yeah, so aiding, aiding you. Uh, okay, you want to roll yours? Well, no, I, I guess mean, I don't actually roll. I, I like this, I like this. You you roll your... Oh, your that's weird. Why have we yeah. never done that before? I tried to do that before and you guys wouldn't let me. Um, all right, so... I got a 15. Oh, yeah. um, so would my um, would my lucky cricket uh, apply to either roll? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the advantage. You take So you take the higher one. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. But this is my help, and that's yours. So it's a 15... 
Uh, plus three is 19. And your bonus. Plus three is... 15 is 18. 21. Yes. 21. Just figures he's, uh, he's a teenager trying out a new accent. That's what glasses yes. do. Uh, uh, yeah, you? you absolutely do. Sen- he's, he's, he's acting weird. For um, sure. This is weird, but he was asking, is there anything more to it? What is it that you're, what it, so tell me what you're... I'm wondering if there's anything uh, besides his voice, like if he's walking different, or his movements are... Scru- you're scrutinizing are him um, for other things. Like, and not just like a, like, down to the point of like, does he have a concussion? Uh, he is, uh, he's a little, uh, woozy on his feet. He is, uh, he is walking a little bit differently. The way he hugged you was a little bit weird. Yeah, stiff. That, that he smells your hair, weird. definitely. Yeah. His hugs are usually very gentle and not so, you know, rough um, forward. Uh, <laughs> so you, you embrace, pat, 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 let go. Uh, That's what he's used to. <laughs> <laughs> this was more about held no. It's like the, um, he waited for it and then did the drum. Um, uh, Scrim says in Dwarven. Fuck, let go! Scrim says in Dwarven, guys, keep keep it going. Dwarven, also known as the exclusion language. (laughs) language. Um, what the fuck is going on with my brother? Uh, he's been sniffing people. He's been acting weird. In one of your ears, you can hear. Succubus <laughs> in Dwarven. The succubus you're mentioned that. You're, we're working. On, oh. Yeah, you're working. Yeah, you're working. working. Okay. We're working. You're concentrating. Um, succubus did mention something about a doppelganger. <laughs> uh, and he was acting weird before that. I don't know if... I mean, the succubus also said something about a wizard and maybe a second layer and a bunch a of wizard. other things too, but maybe some of that was truth. I don't know. I could always shake him a little. I don't. Just a little. Yeah, because you know Dwarven too. Might not be the worst. (laughs) It's really everyone but Abek. Everyone but Oilvane. And Oilvane, rather specifically. Not Um, Abek at all. (laughs) uh, Might not be the worst idea. Good shaking. It's nice seeing you uh, bonding with each other, talking. Talking in that special way you talk. It's really nice to to hear that. There's a nervous smile from Scrimcoin. Really glad. You got some kind of connection going Does um, anybody here know anything about doppelgangers? Like, if you poke them with fire, do they, like, revert back to their normal forms or something? If you, re- if you poke most things with fire, they'll do something. <laughs> Throw fire at all those problems. I heard you burn some books. That was an accident. Oh. Um... Were they uh, any of them doppelgangers? Let's get him over to, to dress. Maybe there were copies, I don't know. <laughs> his, his book smarts might, uh, might absolutely, or maybe he can detect magic on him or something. I... Are we still hugging? Is that what we're <laughs> He's still kind no. of snuggling up. <laughs> no. He's having this conversation while holding What the fuck did you do with my brother? <laughs> <laughs> No, he has he has released his brother <laughs> and attempted to be released if that is necessary. Oil vein smells his fingers. Oh dear lord. <laughs> so much creepier than sniffing the eyes. <laughs> um who would know anything about doppelgangers? I mean, tell me I, I don't know where doppelgangers are no. from. Would Baron typically encounter doppelgangers 
in his long life as a They can be found in every land and every culture. Wow. Um, That's scary. They are are a thing that if you held a position of uh, significant uh, importance or power, you would would know of them because it's an important thing to understand how to not let such a uh, a thing infiltrate either by your enemies or by an unknown force. That sort of thing. He was a cleric in the Temple of Morden. I mean, which is... Some responsibility in the, the clan age, hole. Two hundred years, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's he's here. He's he's been around. Scrimford definitely not. I guess too that in Dontalgrim, which was owned by mind players and Drow and all these things, there were doppelgangers there as part of the history of taking out deception. All right, give me a give me a, a check then. A, 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 a what do you want? Nature knowledge check. Nature check. Yeah. Nature. Nature a, knowledge. Of, yeah. Not just knowledge, knowledge of intelligence. Maybe because there is yeah. like a monster, or something one. like that. Yeah, yeah. do that. Nature. Both you. Okay. Oh wait, no, Justin's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm busy. It's okay. eleven. All right, I'm calling it trained. Okay, calling because you know you know about this creature. That's um, what I was saying before. Then we'll is. call it uh, fourteen because that's my proficiency okay. bonus. Yeah, what Baron knows about doppelganger is that they that that's that's been rubbing the wrong way since this is revealed is that doppelgangers are extremely skilled at what they do. They blend in very, very well. That's the 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 consistent thing that is taught and talked about among is that they, they infiltrate and you can't they they, they, they are uncanny. very good at it. It's why it is important to sort of like understand yeah. uh, understand them. And that part is weird here. Because he's, it seems not like he very sucks. good. He's not very good. <laughs> so that's uh, he's a baby doppelganger. Other than that, you know all the basics that we at the table know about doppelgangers. They're shapeshifters, etc. And they're they 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 delight in infiltrating and doppelgangers are usually better than what he's doing. Maybe maybe it's the blood oil thing. Maybe he's. Used we, it to me times. Perhaps he is pranking you. Got, Does he prank you much? We we were attacked in the when we were coming out of the cave. Oh. By a magical attack that we didn't figure out what it was. Oh. Uh, there is that. That's true. And the people that were affected were, were your. He's your cousin. Your cousin. And my brother. Has Mock been acting weird? He's really focused on the forge, but I don't know if that's that really out. out of character. <laughs> <Checks out. laughs> he's a really good doppelganger. Uh, Maybe he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> who got hit the hardest when we got Matt? He got there. Yeah. The only two who got actually we, knocked we out. We failed. He got knocked out. He got like knocked out for a little bit. When Oilvang got hit the hardest, I don't know. Uh, let's, hmm. let's see if. Let's go back to Dresden so, and maybe you can detect magic to see if there's going to residual thing. What, Other than that, I'm out of ideas. Baron, as a cleric, has often had people come in, hey, I have an ailment, a magical curse, a thing, my cut hand, or something like that. Uh-huh. And so he's he's seen some stuff over the years of of trying to, I don't know... Suss out truth? Suss out, diagnose... What the fuck is wrong with somebody? Uh-huh. Is any of this ringing a bell? Is this his odd behavior? Is this like, it's oh, could this be something like that? You know, you could pray about it. 
Could uh, yeah. do your little coin thing and just yeah, ask should it. I, no, no, bear, should bear, I burn Will Vane? Yeah. And that, but probably he's half drow, so I, I don't know your, if that would be unbiased. I would like just to saying. answer your question. Let's. Uh, so uh, you you are quite adept at that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a common common cleric thing. Yeah, uh, it's need to be able to do. And uh, this is not matching any of that. You you, you perhaps feel like you would have. Jumped to that conclusion sooner, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, that guy's got this. He's affliction. He, he hit his head too hard. Uh, he's he's right. got a concussion, as you mentioned earlier, sure. or someone that he had mentioned earlier. Uh, and and now that you like concentrate on it, like searching your memory, you're like, no, it doesn't match that. Huh. Which is perhaps why you sort of kept it on the back burner. Not been worrying too much about it. From Oil vein. You've been acting oddly ever since. Was he acting? No, he's been acting oddly ever since that attack. Have you noticed anything odd about your own personality? How you're thinking? How you're feeling? Do you feel like you're under the influence of anything? And Scrim is uh, at the ready for for um. To have I mean, to surely you've had rather. some ale before. You can kind of think, are you drunk? Like, I need you to be a little bit, you know, self-aware of your own behavior. Notice how you're smelling people. Have you spent a lot of time smelling people in the past? Think back to your own memories. Like, does this seem like typical behavior for you? I'm just concerned that you may be under the effects of something or other. Like, it's just, uh, just, uh, just perfectly natural. It's a perfectly natural thing. I mean, even, I mean, uh, you know, you'll be accepted in a group and that. You know, just, you know, the, the idea of like, hey, I'm, I'm a young lad. Just, uh, you know, going through some changes. You know, just, uh, just uh, you know, it's just time trying to take in the world. Just trying to, trying to experience everything, like this adventure here. You know, with your friends. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I can, I can smell everything on me. So I just, uh, this is how I know you're friends. It's, uh, you know, we just gotta, like, you just gotta keep going. You know, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're here with me, you know. I'll, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm here with you guys, and uh, let's just... Uh, We're all here together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just, uh, you know, like, uh, have a, have a, you know, we just uh, enjoy the time that we're spending together. Yeah, I, I think he sounds weird, Albex. is now, like, standing with you shoulder to shoulder looking at Wild Space. Scrim was 95% sure that... <laughs> That, that we were going to be attacked. When, when, when confronted with. Do you want another Hulk, Hulk brother? I'll get He says. I give good oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. And then kind of like looking around like. What could be Barry wrong with like him? makes eye contact with you like. Maybe already. I just want to land more bad shit. I just want to smell everything. Scrim gives him a sniff. <laughs> What does he smell? Does he smell any different? Give me a. Uh, what would it? I don't know. What survival check. Survival. No perception. Yes. Oh, what would you do if it said yes? We already know something. Give me a perception. Give me a perception. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, you know what you mostly smell right now is dragon urine. <laughs> that sounds like a little bit more than half, which would be about eleven. <laughs> he says. He says. Have you, uh, have you been playing bladder ball? <laughs> bladder ball? I bet that smells great. Does it smell like this? Is that, is that what you smell like right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I really feel like I can smell everything. This is post-bladder ball. I, can, I feel like I can, I can smell the whole entire mountain right now. I can smell 
outside of the mountain, I could feel like I could smell the sky right now. Everything, oh everything in the sky, the mushrooms. He ate the mushrooms. I feel like he I ate the mushrooms. What? I can smell the freezing snow. I can what smell. Is, what does it smell like? It smells like forever. Oh, we should go back to Dresden. Give it a try. Give it a try to smell it. Give it. Give it just to like smell forever. You just <laughs> smell forever. So right okay. now, Mock is working the metal, and Dresden is. Concentrating on, like, they are in the thick of it. You said, let's go to Drustin. Yeah, he's gonna interrupt them. Mm, Strimcorn walks over in the midst of this. You're not at the breaking point. Yeah, yeah, no, Mach pays him no attention. The breaking point. uh, Drustin's totally into Rundle's books, flipping through, reading certain things out to Mach. Is there, what, uh, what is he physically doing? Uh, Pounding. I mean, and you you hear, you're hearing dwarven chants kind of just keeping the rhythm and working the metal. Um, he will uh could try removing curse, but that seems a bit heavy. Um I don't even know what he is afflicting him. And that's only for curses if it's something else, I won't do nothing. How uh you're, you're hammering the the axe? Yeah, the axe. Um, yeah, exactly. Um and uh He's he's uh, as as your as your hammer comes up uh, with with the hammer hand, uh, he's gonna kick the hand that's uh, that's oh. holding the axe okay. in place. Kick as, it? As, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. He's that's interrupting what you're bold. doing. Very bold. Okay. Um, uh, that's how he got his flat foot. Uh, yeah, he does not put his foot on the anvil. He kicks. He was. Uh, he figures your grip is tight on the axe. Yeah. Um. He's going to knock. Like he's not your hand. He's not unaware of you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's. Uh. He's. He's doing it because he knows that's how to get Mock's attention. I mean, I assume unless something happens with the process, I don't imagine it's like a huge interruption. No, just, no, no, no. That's fine. He fine. just. He just keeps his rhythm. And he says, I'm "Busy scrum." Um. Uh. He says, we got a problem. And he keeps saying that Yeah, continue. Uh, um, yeah, he'll say, he'll say it in Dwarven. Okay. Uh, and says, we got a problem. Uh, whatever happened in that cave, whatever happened in the, the cave entrance to get out of here is not over. So something that. happened to, something happened to oil. And we don't know what it is. Well, we, uh, weird. We, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, did that, did that jump out to you guys? Mock, strangely, hasn't had any interaction with the oil man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole day. Yeah. The whole day. Yeah, like, that was... circumstances entirely dictated this. I we were just distracted by other things. Like, yeah. Baron told him, like, he was smelling some things, but he never even talked to oil at all. <laughs> but if we're, if we're trying to watch our backs for enemies, yeah, we're... We're really dropping the ball, the ball on that one. The We're ball. dropping the bladder ball on that one. As Scrim says this, yeah. and as Mock is pounding, you feel a pressure drop in the air. Uh, is it a drop uh, or a raise? Shit. Who, who does? It's hard to tell the difference between a pressure drop and a pressure raise. That's what's odd about this pressure. You feel bloated. Each of you feel it, same as before. Very familiar. Okay. Oh, do we? Okay. So, well, I mean... Okay. Mock feels it building like Sorry. it did before. I'm going to take the dodge action. Does that... Where's yeah, the dodge action? Or dexterity is on saving, all saving throws and all... Not all saving throws, just dexterity saving throws. Hmm. I believe so. Because I'm dodging. 
believe it's just change. it just ups all your defenses I believe but either way and uh, doesn't matter in this okay. moment because if, if it's the same role yeah does Mox stop I want to know what Mox's reaction is because he got hit hard by it last time yeah he and it knocked did. him off knocked him off his uh, when Drustin so I guess well, I'll, I'll bring you into this and you tell me if I make the decision or you make the decision when Drustin stops doing that does it affect what Mox's doing like, were they gaining traction? This is uh, fairly early on in your process. Right. You so have like, not, okay. you've not been able to, uh, that's and what I, I was I, saying. I was addressing to pick his moment to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, when I said uh, it hadn't reached the breaking point, what I was meant to indicate was okay. you had not felt like you were sort of at a moment where there is a, where there is a risk to what you're doing. Sure. Uh, this is happening fairly early on. Yeah. Uh, you know, call it, you're five minutes into this process and you sure. feel like you're probably, you're rhythm. probably in a 30 to 45 minute process yeah. here. Sure. And uh, so you're, you're you're pretty early on when when scrim con, scrim comes over and now you feel that pressure change. Sure. Uh, and so does Justin. So yeah, he so puts his finger in the book and starts looking with, around with scrim and then like mock turns and looks at scrim and, and scrim I, too. I would think they read each other's expressions right. and mock grabs the anvil. Um, Dodge action sounds like an amazing call to me. <laughs> uh. Yeah, scrim. That is bracing his, yourself for something. Gets his like center of gravity lower. Yeah, um, and maybe he says, "You paying attention now?" Uh, he says, "He says to everything that's important." <laughs> <laughs> what does Oilvane say as this happens? Oilvane, uh, he says, uh, "Well, I can smell it. I can smell it. it smells like light. I can, it's like the sky is burning. I smell the light, light." I can smell the inside of my body. <laughs> the light back. builds in this place much as it did outside, but when outside, you could maybe attribute it to like, oh, we haven't been outside, like a light. Yeah. Now it's just, it's sort of building in this room and uh, uh, and it comes to a head. I'm going to assume that everyone's bracing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Experience yeah. just a moment before. Uh, go ahead and give it uh, dexterity saving throws with advantage. All right. DC 14. Go ahead. Oh, no. What'd you get? Not 14. Got a 19. Sitting at a cool 10. Oh. 12. Cool hands 10. Uh, give me the results. 14. 20. 10. 20. 12. 19. 12, 10. 10. Uh, right. no, that's right. 10. Sorry, 10. Oh, you were 20. 20. Uh, uh, yeah, Baron and Drusten both finds themselves slammed back. The rest of you having grabbed onto, uh, you know, just braced just right. But the force hits you from like an unexpected angle as, uh, uh, as, as it throws you all in different directions. And the light, again, is so bright that it is blinding just for a moment before coming to you. But... Uh, so Drusten lands, let's say, in the river. Splash. Oh, yeah. oh. And uh, where's Baron? Baron. Uh, uh, We're all kind of standing near Mock in the forge and the anvil. Land having this in the discussion. forge. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Baron. Baron like falls forward and like almost completely spills onto the hard anvil, but manages to uh, like sort of block himself. But he still falls all the way down to the ground, and then the light fades. Boom, you okay? We should have left before. And you see Oilvane also on the ground. 
And next to him, licking his face, is a black-furred dog. Oh. That's weird. <clears throat> See him uh, raise up his hand? He's got his pinky back. Oh. oh, what the fuck? And then he says, he shakes his head a little bit, and then he pats the dog, and he says, fucking A. <laughs> and we'll continue next week. <laughs> oh! What? What? <laughs> and then Butter stuck licking my hand. <laughs> and that weirded me out with the timing. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. Butter was clearly uh, involved in this plot. So either he was a dog... <laughs> Or he was Ted, and Ted is a lot like a dog. Well, it makes sense. The dog thing now makes sense, yes. But Ted had the finger. That's true. Could the finger have come back to him? Like a recall? In the form of a dog. Did the dog bring the finger back? There's so many mysteries! Similarly, similarly, when you said you had not interacted with, with oil, I hadn't interacted with oil. Only the other two dwarves had, and he kept acting weird. I was like, that was an, is no one going to look was, into this? That was an, inc- that was an incredible, an incredible session of misadventure. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's no way any of those things would happen if the whole group if was together. If we were all together. None of them would have happened. Zero. Like, but, I, but, but it was amazing. I couldn't look Kevin in the eye here. I couldn't, I couldn't wait anymore. I, out of character, said, so Australian.